Kid got in trouble again. What's he doing? He's in sixth grade. Yeah. And these guys, he's got a group of friends. Okay. And they bust each other's balls. Sure. They're getting into this ball busting thing. Yeah. Your mom this and your he sister that. that. Okay. He did. He, he says somebody's trying to get his sister's phone number. Oh. Okay. My daughter, but you know. She's a senior in high school. Yeah. So it's just a ball bus. Yeah. Hey, can I have your sister's phone number? They get to going around. But then they, it's, it's just, it gets escalated. And what happened is what I was told by the principal is what happened. <laughs> oh, what the officer told me was. Right. So there's the, and the, there's a black kid, there's a Mexican kid, there's a Jewish kid. Okay. They're all friends. It's just buddies. But they're busting balls. And somebody went over the line. Well, mine, Yours. they were talking about the war. And he said, if the SS comes to the Jewish kid. Oh, no. Don't oh. worry. Y'all can stay at my house. So, and then, so the Jewish kid throws back. They went mad. Throws back. Complete different thing. Yeah. You, know, you know, I was, I got hurt. My, I walked badly. Sure. And my wife is younger than I am, 13 yes. years. Uh-huh. So that kid puts together his thoughts. And there's some third grade girls over there. And he says, hey, you ought to go over there. Wolf, we ought to go over there and find you a new girlfriend. I bet you like him younger like your old man does. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Boy. Yeah, they're busting all right. But you can probably catch one because he's a cripple and can't uh, run. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Kids say the darndest things. I mean, and then that, that, then Nolan pushed him and he fell down and and that's where the, and they're all good. That's the line. Yeah, so then that was the line. <laughs> because someone touched someone. Right. Yeah, that's right. it. That's I mean, it. when I heard it, I was like, it still sounds like pretty, you know, Pretty high quality ball busted. Actually, pretty good. I didn't want to say it, but it was pretty good. I was like, okay. That was very well written and nicely delivered. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, from the father perspective, Mr. Wolf, that's not what we would need you to say. Sure. I didn't tell him that. No. But I was like, because the SS thing sounds so bad when it starts, you know. Anything in that zone oh, is yeah. is fire. Danger. And I told him that. I was like, hey, that's any the, the, this racial stuff, anything different. But he's like, dude, my best one of my best friends, black. This but, kid's one of my best. I mean, they're these are their friends. But that didn't seem to really spark the thing. It was the comment he made about you that sparked the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was kind of defending, defending you. Well. That's good. Yeah, that's he fine. should. So I don't know. That's good. <laughs> well, Speaking of people defending, man, Elon Musk has been. You heard this this week. Oh, Elon. have I heard? I mean, I don't want to get in. <laughs> you don't want to get I've into it. I've got a lot to say about that. That that's low hanging fruit. That's too easy. 
<laughs> Elon Elon Musk is uh, trying to buy Twitter. I'm going to do a whole thing on that later in the show. Uh, all right. Well, according, <laughs> you know, we'll we, we can do it right now. All right. I mean, we can do a light version of it. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've got a lot to say. Very, about, very light versions because number one, he's now trying to buy the platform outright, and now they've taken the bitter pill stance. But here's kind of number one. Boys this is not a uh, way to sort of make money. My strong intuitive sense is that having a public platform that is maximally trusted and broadly inclusive is extremely important to the future of civilization. So I don't care about the economics at all. Oh. He doesn't care about the economics at all. I absolutely believe it. I believe Do it. You really he's, too, he's too wealthy. I mean, what, what's it matter? You still want to make money. You're no, you don't. No. No, 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 no. Hey, you, you want to... You want... A free speech platform? A free speech platform. You want to unravel the country's crazy leans that's going on. Something is going to put... You know, we've all been saying this will calm down. Mm-hmm. That this wild, oversensitive, hypersensitive movement... It's gone so far out. Yeah, it's something's going to bring it back to Gotta center. Come back. And I believe that's what his mission is. And I believe that that's probably the best plan I've heard yet. Because and I, it, but you want to talk about a reason? I'd say Zuckerberg. I would Musk love to get a hold of Twitter and out Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, absolutely, absolutely. And but somebody he, needs to probably because yeah, he's already out earned Zuckerberg considerably. But if he could get take his money, his winnings, and go over to Zuckerberg's table and play and beat him at his own game, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> It'd be the ultimate trump card. That makes sense. Yeah. G, what do you think? Um, I think I would like to know what it's like to have that much money. <laughs> you know what I mean? What do they do next? This. You can only spend so much, <laughs> and they don't want to share. Stop it. This. I no, just caught that. No, I'm but, slow today. No, but this is what they do, really. I mean. So it's not about money anymore. It's about power and change and, and, and influence. Influence. But then they get, the, yeah, okay, that's fine. But they could influence, if they could take $100 million, mm-hmm. they could influence 100 people by letting them have a million dollars each. Okay. Isn't that much better? Well, the, the stats on giving money to people mm-hmm. is very bad results. Very. I don't understand. You don't or you do? No, I don't understand. I want to be the stats on receiving large sums of money. <laughs> oh, I understand. But, I mean, if you go through the lotto winners. Statistically. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, terrible. They're broke within four years. So, Gigi. How can that be? Exactly. In fact, you asked that question. <laughs> Gigi, if JD gave you five, $200, mm-hmm. $500. Let's say $500. I'd give him a lap dance. Yeah. Right. Oh, hey. But if he gave you $500 every week mm-hmm. for two years. Just because he loves you, mm-hmm. and like the first week he gave you five hundred, and he tells you, "I just love you, Gigi. I okay. just want." I just, and then the next week he gives you five hundred dollars. Oh, JD, you shouldn't have you done should. that again, baby. I just love you. Just love what you. do you mm-hmm. need from me? Nothing. Okay. The third week, stop it. Nope. Here's your five hundred. The fourth week, listen, like JD, this. this is crazy. Mm-mm. You've given me two thousand dollars. What can I do for you? You can do nothing for me, Gigi. I just love you. And this I'll, is, I'll take it. Right, right. So you're like, well, I'll be damned. Right. So then your heart's really full. You're like, this guy just really loves me and he had extra money and that's what he wants to do. So this mm-hmm. goes on for a year or two years. And then he quits. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better have my money. Right. So then he's, yeah. he's the no good, sorriest bastard you, got, you know, or two years. And then he quits. What? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better have my money. Right. So then he's, yeah. he's the no good, sorriest bastard you you know. You better have my money. <laughs> Bitch better have my money. That's right. That's Rain, right. Rain, sleet, or snow. <laughs> That's right. Not some, not half, but all my cash. Exactly. And if not, I'm going to stick my foot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. So that's the problem with that deal. Is when you when you give... Well, I mean, I've had it happen to me at the, at the red light. You know, crazy old wild-eyed homeless guy. Do you give money to them? Yeah, I do. I, I do, and sometimes. Um, but, you know, you do it a couple of times with the same guy, yeah. and then then you don't. And he's looking at you like, you know, what's wrong with you? And then, like, the, the next time, because you see the homeless guy, the same homeless guy at the same stoplight mm-hmm. a couple times a week. And then the next time, he's kind of, like, banging on your windows, like, you're a sorry bastard. Yeah. Like, like if he was a dog, he'd bite you. Mm-mm. Because y'all had a relationship, and and, mm -mm, and he was dependent on this. How how do you determine who you're going to give the money to? Do you look at it and like I look at it at the sign? If it's a really creative sign, Uh, I'll give money. Determine how to give money to homeless people. Correct. Hmm. I just go by uh, looks alone. Just looks. No, I don't know. If there's a dog there, maybe that's (laughs) like definitely. If there's a dog, the dog hustle is always good. The best thing I ever did with a homeless guy was went back. I had this bicycle, mountain bike, that I bought at Walmart. I mean, you get a mongoose mountain bike at Walmart for $100. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't riding it anymore. Went back to the house, threw it in the back of my car, brought it up there, and I gave him this bike. And I saw him on that bike like three years later. Jeez. So that was a good thing. That's a yeah. very good thing. Mm-hmm. And what the hell does that have to do with anything? We're just talking about people that win the lottery or oh. broke within four years. <laughs> and because, they're probably homeless. Because they don't understand money and they give it away to their friends. They spend it on stupid stuff. I know you say, oh, $4 million, I could never spend that much. I promise you, you could spend that much money easily. Yeah. It's hard to hold on to, like man. To it's hard to hold Bobo, on to. Bobo, how do you choose who you're going to, what homeless people give money to? <clears throat> it depends on what I'm carrying. Because I sure can't <laughs> let them borrow my ATM card. Right. But a lot of times, if they're nearby, especially here in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. um, I'll take them to the the health food store next door and get them some peanuts and popcorn and oh, something nutritious. No, I do. I do. You, you load know. them up in the car? No, I, I just put them, I mean, they, it's within walking distance. You know where we are. Okay. You said, I take them to. I said, I said come here. They go, where are you going? Wow. I'm going yeah. to get you something to eat. Do you, do you say, like, start over. So a so homeless guy walks up to you and you look at him and you say what? Say, man, I'm hungry. Have you got a couple of dollars? I'm like, no, but I'll get you something to eat. Come here. And about Come half, here, half the time, they won't even go. Right. But half the time, they do. Load up. And Johnny, who manages the store over here, has stuff that's about to go out of code, and sometimes he'll just give it to me. You know, I do try to help, but I don't carry any money, man. You know, yeah, I that's hard. So you walk in, does Johnny like the fact that you walk the homeless people into his store? He's happy. No, I, they, they stay outside. Why? I don't know. I mean, when you say, come here, why don't you bring them on in and let them walk with you? Sometimes they go to the door with me. Sometimes they wait right here on this side of our parking lot. Oh, yeah? And either way is okay with me. Sometimes they're gone when I get back. So you go get them stuff and come back and they smoke out of there? Yeah. Before. So what do you do? That hasn't happened a lot of times. About half the time they refuse out of hand. No, no, man, that's okay. You know, and they're gone. They just wanted money? Yeah. Hmm. So how many times have you made it into the store and actually delivered the goods to the homeless successfully? Three. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how many times have you unsuccessfully occurred? 
just once I came out and the lady was gone. She was sitting on the stoop on this side of the building, and I'm just walking her. You know, I walk around the building a lot. Right. And she said, sir, I'm hungry. Do you have anything to eat? And I said, nope, but I'll go get something. And went, and that's one of the days he actually gave me these corn twists and like it's snack food, but it's healthy snack food. And took that's it over. why they don't want it. And she was gone. That may be why she doesn't want it. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I do try to help, but I just don't carry any money, you know? Have you ever offered them a hit off of your one-hitter? No, because they might, they might be undercover, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's undercover one-hitter pot agents. I don't know, man. I'll never get over that cop fear. You know, you never get over the cop fear. Did you... You had a story about getting arrested with something like that a long time ago. Arrested was... I mean, it didn't... Like when you were a teenager or 21? Well, I've never been arrested for... Did you get hit with a, sack, a bag of pot or something? No, no, no. I've never been arrested with product on me, but paraphernalia. Yeah. Is it illegal to have paraphernalia? It, it was at that time. How did the gas pipe sell it all the time? I don't know. My old head shop made you sign in and say, I will not use this for anything illegal. All right. <sighs> Interesting. All right. We're going to, the next segment, yes, it's live. Yes, it's Easter weekend. Happy Passover? No, that was last <laughs> Friday. Yesterday was Good Friday. Sunday is Easter. What's today? Jesus is dead. I think Passover starts today. We are so bad. Why do we get into this every <laughs> year? Every year we do this, and every year we still don't know. No. Passover is not the day between the death and the rise. When did he die? No, pa- Passover's last. Long time ago. Last, See, that's how pop quizzes work. Last Sunday was Passover. When did yeah, he that's die? that's Palm Sunday, He right? died yesterday, Friday. Good Friday. We call it Good Friday oh, because yes, it was, was good, good for Friday. us. Because he died? Because he was killed on Friday. And Sunday, he came back to life. Some serious facts. J.D., you nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> All right. Hey, <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. We're going to do the car segment call-in right now. Uh, but brought to you by GiveMeTheVin.com. My name's John Clay Wolf. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. We're sponsored by America's Best Car Buyer, GiveMeTheVin.com. And if you'll call in 800-800-7234-800-800-RADIO, year, make, model, miles, average, rough, or clean. I will bid your car, make you an offer on your car this Passover Saturday. That's not what it's called? Nope. Okay. This Saturday before Easter. <laughs> there you go. And the bid is good until he rises. <laughs> wow. Wow. I just want to hold you at the end. GiveMeTheVin.com presents The John Clay Wolf Show. We'll be right back after this. Now, back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. <laughs> and this is what we used to call the lightning round. I don't go as fast as I used to because people couldn't keep up. Because they're borderline, you know. Anyway, I'm going to bid people's cars right now for GiveMeTheVin.com. It's what we do during the week. Johnny. Yes. You want too much for your truck. I'd like to start with that. Okay. It's a 16, 16 Ram half ton Lone Star, so it's cloth. Correct. And it's got 75,000 miles on it. Two or four wheel drive? Two wheel. What color? Blue. Mm. Why do you want 25 for it? Uh, I'm trying to trade in for a 2,500. Okay. If I give you twenty five, will I even get it? 
Oh, I mean, that's a pretty good product, yeah. All right, then um, I own it. Go to gimmethevin.com and load it up. Let, let, yes. me, let me know what you're driving this weekend. It's got to have a clean Carfax. Doesn't need any reconditioning. Yeah. yeah. Tom in Maryland. Hi. I know you're doing the cars right now, but I am. I, 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 I see that you have a lot of information on Passover. Will you sit, sit tight and we'll get to it when we get back? Okay. All right, hang on. <laughs> you can tell he was ready to go. Right. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. He was ready to go. Mike in Alexandria, Virginia. Good morning. Hey, John, what's up, buddy? Listen, I just wanted to compliment you. I discovered the show about, I don't know, a month ago. Yeah. So I went ahead and just sold my car, and I'm meeting the guy in Alexandria here in about five minutes. Bring a gun. Process. Bring a gun. Bring a gun. I'm telling you, bring a gun. What? What? Bring a gun. Yeah, because that guy that works for me, he's a real jerk. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> and if he gets weird with you, I need you to be packing heat and say, hey, Wolf warned me about this. Back down, buddy. Back down. <laughs> And then you roll and steal his wallet and drive off in the car. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I to uh, compliment you, man. You run a great operation. It was real easy, and you guys beat everybody by far. So, anyway. You do not need to bring a gun. I'm joking. Now, if you're driving through, the guy that called a minute ago in Baltimore, if you're going to Baltimore, you need a gun, right? Oh, Baltimore is a asshole, man. That's the worst. (laughs) Good morning, Baltimore. Mike in Virginia had a lot of nice things to say this Easter weekend. Chuck, what do you want? Chuck. Yeah. What are you doing, sir? You're on the radio. Oh, uh, I was going to let you know, y'all was talking about that whole thing getting, giving uh, homeless people stuff. Mm -hmm. Last time I gave something to some homeless guy, he was playing a guitar without any strings on it. There you go. You heard it here from Chuck in Fort Worth, Texas. My name is John Claywell. <laughs> I buy cars on the radio. And I really enjoy these holiday weekend shows. I don't know why. They get us in a lot of trouble because I get too loose and say things that get me in trouble. I'm going to really try not to do that today. However, we will be looser. Good morning, Chicago. Good morning, Florida. Everybody and Tom has a hell of a lot to say about Passover since we get back. Show. Get a haircut, buttercup. America's largest weekend morning show. 800 800 Radio. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Oh, uh, yeah, we're back. Back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Have you seen the guy that's um, trolling the city halls? City council meetings. Alex Stein. No. On TikTok. What's he doing? Why? What's he doing? He's, he's, everybody gets moments to speak at City Hall. Sure. Like two minutes as a public person. And he gets up there and starts rapping. (laughs) Political views. (laughs) Oh, okay. So it's entertaining. Gas prices so high. Putin must die. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's just going to city council. Wait, do it again. Do it again. Gas prices so high. Putin <laughs> must die. This war. Hey, Pre, have you seen him? I I haven't seen the full clip, but yeah, I've seen somebody acting a fool. He's going to come on the show this morning. Oh, right he's, on. Yeah, he's been on Fox and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's viral as hell. It's gone nuts. 
kind of like Antoine Dodson. Do you remember The Intruder? Yes. Who is that? That was a story of, uh, what was it? Some A fire, right? If I remember right? No, there, there's yeah. a... Uh, a serial rapist. There's a serial oh, that's rapist. That's what it was. That's right. In Lincoln Park. Where's my plug-in? Hide your wife, hide your kids. that it? <laughs> yeah. I remember there's, that. There's a rapist in Lincoln Park coming to get us. Uh, we're gonna find you. We're gonna find you, and you can go and tell that. Go and tell that. Go and tell that homeboy. Ha ha, homeboy. Mm-hmm. Do, I mean, do you remember it, G? Run tell that. I remember what I remember that person saying. Hide your kids. Hide your husband. Hide your wife. <laughs> I remember that. I don't know his name though. Antoine Dodson. Antoine Dodson. Do you think he's still kind of famous a little bit? Um. Yeah. No. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We gon' find you. We gon' find you. You can run and tell that. Run and tell that. Run tell that. Tell that. Oh boy. Oh 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 boy. We got your t-shirt and that fingerprints and all. You are so dumb. You are really dumb for real. The man got away, leaving behind evidence. I was attacked by some idiot in the pine tank. So dumb. So dumb. So dumb. Yeah. So anyway. I- I see Alex is this guy yeah. of today. Okay. <laughs> and he's going to be on the show in a little bit. Very cool. I also have a friend coming in. This is when they really start jamming. And then they bring in the choir and the instrumentation. Do you remember this thing? This oh, was like yeah. the best. It made the uh, top 10 charts and downloads. For real. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Great production. It. Yeah, it was good. So... Where was it going? Oh, I've got a crypto guy that's going to come in and explain to us. Boy, thank goodness. Like somebody is. Finally. I've got a friend. I have no clue. That is heavy duty into it. He's a good speaker. He can break it down for his crypto for dummies. And he's also in the electricity business, which is oh. such a big draw of crypto mining. Right. Mm-hmm. So he can explain the whole electricity thing and the mine thing and what's going on. And I will keep it simple in A, B. So that we don't get all screwed up. Excellent. Yeah, I'm. Um, Are I'm, you invested in crypto at all? No, never bought any at all. Eight hundred eight hundred seven two three four eight hundred eight hundred radio. It is Easter weekend, Tom. Uh, I was right about Passover. JD was wrong. Correct. Yes, Passover started last night, Ooh. and today is the first full day of Passover. Like kick your ass, JD. I'm so sorry. I out religion you, and did. I'm not very religious. <laughs> I'm not either. But I just wanted to add one thing, if that's okay, real quick. I think we should fight first and then talk about it. (laughs) No, go ahead. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. um, There was a little discussion about does Passover always fall around Good Friday and Easter Sunday? And it doesn't because, and I'm sure you guys know this, uh, the Jewish calendar is different from the traditional calendar that we all use. And holidays in the Jewish calendar, fall on different days every year because that calendar is different. So you may see Passover come around Easter and Good Friday, and then you may see it a week before or two weeks before even. It's the same thing with Hanukkah and uh, Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah, because every year people see them, wow, they fall on different days. So that's the, that's the so reason. Uh, one group thinks that he died on one day and another group thinks he died on another? In a sense. Who's right? Both. You can't both be right. Somebody's going to be right. Somebody's going to be wrong. 
Well, there's a there's our traditional calendar, which was set whenever, and then there's an, an old Jewish calendar that the Jewish folks use, but they use both. It's sort of one's a more historical, traditional, cultural, religious calendar, and then the others are traditional what calendar. What day is Christmas on? I mean, what day is Fourth of July on? I mean, what day is my birthday on? Where are that's, we, Tom? What the hell's going on? That's a, Who is Elon Musk? Is he a Martian? That's the traditional calendar that we use. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. We just know Sunday's Easter. That's Sunday's the, definitely Easter. Definitely Easter. Uh, this, is kind of, this is kind of fun. I know you don't care for Jimmy Kimmel that much, but uh, I don't know if you heard the man on the street this week with Jimmy Kimmel. He's asking kids about the Easter bunny. This is cut 20. How does the Easter bunny get to your house? He used a GPS. How does the Easter Bunny get around the entire planet in one day? He drives kids the Tooth Fairy. He catches a ride with the Tooth Fairy? Yeah. Do we know where the Easter Bunny lives? Um, from Easter Island. In Mexico? Florida. <laughs> Do you want to say something to the Easter Bunny? I want some chocolates! <laughs> Dang right. Gigi, will you take us out with a big, pretty voice of yours? And we'll be right back with more of the John Clay Wolf Radio Show, brought to you by America's best car buyer, GimmeTheVin.com. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. The guy's a blackout drunk. 800-800-RADIO. Yo, give me the VIN. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up, 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. So what I was talking about a minute ago, in about 45 minutes, I'm going to have my old friend Alex Stein on the show with us. And so we'll get familiar with some of the people that don't realize he went viral in the past couple of weeks. He's trolling city council. Meetings. Meetings. (laughs) And... (laughs) I found the clip that I really wanted to play. Now, this is the one that, that took him viral. This is uh, his. He got up on the mic and started rapping about where, where politics. Was, where was it? In Plano, Texas. Plano, Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plano, Texas. Okay. Here you go. The, uh, what this is is him talking over a microphone to the Plano, Texas City Council. And then people have taken what he said, his rap, and put music to it and beats to it all over the world. And it went viral. All the time. Go insane for Ukraine. So you got that. Good production. It is pretty good production. Mm-hmm. And JD, if you can grab these, we'll put them up on the uh, jcwshow.com right. Facebook page. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> now he and I told him the other day. I was like, you ought to, because he keeps going back to the Plano City Council, and they're ready for him now. Now they know he's coming. I'm like, you need to start hitting everybody else. And he's like, I've already thought about that. Duh, Wolf. I'm like, okay. And then he sent me this. So he. Calls in and gets a Zoom spot. You know, California. Sure. They're so 
everything's Zoom and, oh, and yes. you can't come in. Okay, so he so now that gives him some leverage to cover a lot of bases where he doesn't have to go into the meetings, but he can call in and get a Zoom slot. <laughs> so San Francisco is the most sensitive place in the world, right? Right. This is good. You got to listen close to this. So he gets two minutes at the Marin County City Council to speak his piece about his daughter. Huh. Jesus, this is funny. I might get in trouble. It's a buddy of yours. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> what do you mean, unfortunately? <laughs> Here you go. April 12th, and we are convening as the Marin County Open Space District Board of Directors. The only item we have on our agenda today is that, actually two items. We have open time for public expression, and then we actually are going to move into closed session. So at this moment, is there anyone who would like to comment on a matter not on our agenda today for the Open Space District um, Board of Directors meeting? And I'm seeing no one in the chambers. Al, is there anybody online who would like to speak during open time on Open Space District matters? Yes, we have Mr. Alex Stein. Please unmute, and you have the option to share video. Hey, guys. It's a pleasure to, to be back. But listen, I have some serious issues in Marin County. Once again, my openly gay eight-year-old lizard daughter, Lizzie, is still being persecuted. And she's a trans species. I don't understand why we can't in California be acceptable of, tr of trans species of trans children. Like, in, in this day and age, you would think that we'd have some sort of social justice for So her, let me no, restate. <laughs> my openly gay lizard <laughs> daughter, daughter that is <laughs> trans species uh, of course. is not getting treated correctly in your school system. GG? Oh. Oh. I'm just listening. It's kind of brilliant. I am just wrapping my brain and around it. brains are spinning. They don't even know mm -hmm. who to be offended by or if they should be offended. It's Animal kind of brilliant. Animal activists all over the world are mad, telling upset, and angry. Telling people from California, you're just not woke enough. Right? Right. That's exactly <laughs> what that is. What right. about the lizard people? You're, right. not, you're not treating the lizard people fairly. <laughs> and, and every one of those people's brains are going, lizard people, lizard people, I should know this. Why didn't we yeah, cover lizard the lizard people? people? Jimmy, I told you. openly gay, trans species, lizard <laughs> daughter. Okay, let me go back to it. So, so, so this fellow, Alex Stein, called into the San Francisco County, uh, uh, San right. Francisco County um, school board, and and he's got a complaint that it's fake, but he's doing just what Bobo but said. But they have to take it seriously because they, they don't know. Is there they school? won't put a terrarium in the classroom. They won't do anything to appease her. And like I said, I'm not trying to get the uh, teachers to put the, the temperature at 85 degrees. I understand that would be uncomfortable for the other kids. But at the end of the day, it's just like making a little bit of an effort to appease my daughter. Like, like I said, I mean, she's still a lady, but she's a lizard and they laugh at her. They get mad that she's like eating, you know, dead bugs and stuff. And really dead bugs are the future because we know with global warming, we're not going to have cows very soon. And so we really do need to find alternative sources of food. So I just want to ask Katie, but specifically Katie, please do something to make these parks more inclusive. Like I said, these monkey bars, those, those don't work for my daughter, Lizzie. And she's a lizard. She wants to do something fun. She wants to go in the sand. She wants to, you know, bask in the sunlight. But sadly, no, no parks in Marin County are willing to accommodate her. So I'm just asking the Board of Supervisors to kind of step up and do something for her and do something for my trans, openly gay lizard daughter. Because in this day and age, 
it's really sad when you're getting, you know, you're dealing with bigots, you're dealing with racists. I don't want to deal with that anymore. I'm fighting a daily battle every day, just trying to get her to teach her how to, you know, tie her shoes and, and, you know, grow up and mature. And I know this may even be a phase, but we have to encourage our children. We have to support them no matter what. That's what's going on. And sadly, the, the county's not doing the same. So it's really just a lack of awareness for trans species children. That's what we need to do is we need to bring awareness to this. And that's what I'm trying to do is trying to wake some people up because the future is going to be trans and whether you like it or not. So we definitely need to be more inclusive of trans species, transgender and openly gay children. Like like I said, we started Thank off you, Alex. bloggers and she didn't like that. So they turned him off. They cut him off. <laughs> That's so great. That's pretty stony, isn't it? They're Very brain. stony. <laughs> Their brains are exploding. I mean, it's like a bad Cheech and Chong movie. We can't stop him because he could be right. <laughs> uh, great. Anyway, he's going to come on the show a little bit. Excellent. Um, yeah, he's a weird dude. And they can't stop you. He's been being weird like this for a long time, and we've just written him. But but he finally... Oh, we found a place hit. to plug him in. In San Francisco. <laughs> and in Plano, Texas. Oh, yeah. And the city council can't tell you, no, you can't talk. His father and I have been trying to talk some sense into him for years. No, don't do that and now. And now he's, he's co-hosting for Alex Jones. We found your, he's found his Elon Musk moment. Right. <laughs> 800 800 Radio. Talking about Karens, you're talking about people that get crazy. Every week we have audio of people that lose their minds. And this week it's a crazy video of a Karen. Now this lady's trying to steal water. And she's driving a Porsche. This is a video that's been running around from where else? Santa Monica, California. Cut 16. Oh, Karen. Ma'am, please give me back our property. Oh my God. You guys charge $70 for these bottles. What are, are you, you about? crazy? Ma'am. What are you talking about? We do not sell those. And you're worried about something that I paid seventy dollars for. Uh, you did not pay seventy dollars for that. Yeah, we I did. don't even. Ha- there's no possible way. It, it doesn't exist. Okay, give yeah. me the other bottle. Bye. Give me the Bye. other bottle. <laughs> Stealing water. Hi. I just people losing their minds every single week. When will it stop? When people go in front of the uh, city council. When we meetings. stop playing these clips, right, JD Ryan. Right. <laughs> that's when it stops. It's too funny. It's too funny. It's got to swing back the other way. Mm. Tim McGraw and Willie Nelson have a story now. Did we still have that bad this song from him and the golfer from last week? Or is it out? Cleared out? I can get it. This it, is such a great story. Go ahead and do this and then watch Hurley's digging for the other. Tim McGraw shared a story this week about the time he and Willie Nelson, okay, they both of them get on an elevator. Two cops get on with a police dog. Everyone in the world can see what the problem might be. Well, here's what happens. Cut number nine. I got a great Willie Nelson story if we have time for it. We were at the CMAs one year, and my security guy, EJ, and I got on the elevator, and Willie got on the elevator with us, and he's like, hey, Tim, how you doing? I'm doing good. So the next floor we stopped, and two police officers walked in with a dog. Everybody's quiet. We go one more floor, and the the police officers and the dog got off, and the doors closed, and Willie looked over at me and says, bomb dog. (laughs) <laughs> he knows <laughs> bomb dog so it wasn't a drug dog no, it was a bomb dog. dog and that's good news if you're handling Willie and Willie knows so it, John Daly and Willie Nelson get stoned and drunk and cut this song it doesn't even need any intro just listen to this crap my old friend Jack Daniels only me alone I'm 
John Daly. Wow. Uh, you know, he can't the, golf, but God, he can sing. At this point, Willie can do pretty much anything he wants. Hey, we're talking about TikTok a minute ago. Divorce lawyer on TikTok's catching all kinds of heat about claiming women should avoid marrying men with these five jobs because they tend to be the messiest Divorce. divorces. Yeah, sure. Makes sense, too. I listen. would tell you what they, they are. I'll just, just play the clip, number 10. The top five professions of husbands that women should avoid in no particular order. Fireman, police officer, military, surgeon, and pilot. If you look at these professions, what do they all have in common? The men in these professions, they're gods in their profession, right? They are treated with a tremendous amount of respect and they have a lot of responsibility. And they tend to be very narcissistic and very controlling. And what is the messiest divorce for the women? Yes, you double per, down. For the men. <laughs> you don't you don't want to get divorced from a stay-at-home stay mom. mom. Oh. Why not? Because they've got nothing else to do but beat the hell out of you with their lawyer. <laughs> and call their lawyer all day long and run up a tab that's a mile high. And then the judge tells you that you have to pay not only your bar tab, but hers too. Ooh. Legal, legal bill. Sounds personal. It sounds like somebody might have experienced this once in their <laughs> day. <laughs> we'll be back in a bit. My name's John Clay. We'll buy cars on the radio. For America's best car buyer, give me the VIN.com. Happy Easter weekend. Yes, we are live. Stay tuned. We've got a lot of show lined up for you. And you can go to jcwshow.com to grab the podcast recording of this this afternoon. The John Clay Wolf Show, every Saturday morning. Give me the vid! The John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show. I am dumb, damn it. That's what I'm here to tell you about. <laughs> Good morning, G. Good morning. So you've been asking me about Bitcoin, honey girl, honey child. Mm-hmm. And I, being dumb like I am, I brought in someone that's not so dumb to explain it to us. Oh, good. Soldier Boy. You ever heard of him? The singer? Yeah. The rapper? Hey. Yeah. He knows about Bitcoin? No. Oh. They got a dumb song called Bitcoin. Okay. No, a guy named St. Clair Newburn the Fourth. He's not related to Thurston Howe. But he was a distant relative. He's not immediately related. St. Clair, good morning, you there? Good morning, good morning. So... Bubba, I, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm going to call you Bubba. I've known this guy, I don't know, right. held my 49. I've known this guy since I was, I don't know, 10, 12? Something like that. Yeah, a long time. So Bubba's a Bitcoin millionaire. Oh, nice. Right. He's one of them. A guy to know. I went out, you know, I wanted to figure out, you hear about all these Bitcoin millionaires. Yeah. So I went out and roped one out in the street and drug him in here so he can explain it to us. Boy, if he can explain it to us, that'd be great. Because we're dumb. We don't have a clue. Most people don't. We don't. So Bub has a company called Live Energy, and he started that, you know, the reduction of energy bills, how people do. Sure. Um, yep. But this Bitcoin mining takes so much energy, it got his attention, you know, back in earlier in the 2000, like 2010-ish. And that's what introduced him to it. So he started learning about it because the, the main fuel for Bitcoin mining is power. Huh? Right. I, I know. don't understand. I, I, I'll shut up. Bub, can you can you break it down light so we can catch it? I'll try. All I'll right. try. So the first cryptocurrency ever created was Bitcoin. And uh, what a lot of people don't understand is that blockchain 
the invention of blockchain was the invention of Bitcoin. And uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, he wanted to create something that was an alternative to the money system we had. And the, the specific problem he was trying to solve for was uh, inflation of the money supply. So if you have dollars, you know that those dollars are, are devalued by about 7% a year. You know, money that you had 100 years ago is basically worth nothing, has almost 90%, 97% left, less pur purchasing power. Right. So uh, the idea was to create a better form of money. And so he created, he created the blockchain was the invention. That is Bitcoin. It's one and the same. And the blockchain and Bitcoin? Yes. Are one and so, the same? Okay. Yeah. And so today you have, you have Bitcoin, the, the monetary network, which is the software and all the nodes, all the, all the pieces of the, the monetary network to allow it to operate. And then you have the unit of account, which is Bitcoin. So if, if I'm going to send you some Bitcoin, you're going to have a wallet. If I send you some Bitcoin, it shows up and you've got that in your possession. So the, the cool thing about Bitcoin is that it's decentralized. So there's not a single centralized server. You can never go shut it down. It's permissionless. So anybody can join the network and participate. And it's censorship resistant. Nobody can take it from you. Bubba, it, I'm shaking my head. I'll tell you why. You're on. I know you know everything you're talking about. But we're losing people because we're getting too tight. I need to keep it lighter. Can I ask you questions? Okay, you ask me questions. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. So the, so the best analogy is it's digital gold. Okay. So why do people why do people buy gold? To what they buy gold to store currency. It's a store of value. Store right? value. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's digital gold. I understand that, and I don't think that that is is the problem. The problem that I don't understand, and I think a lot of people might not even they hear about Bitcoin mines, which are computers running high processing power trying to break codes so that you can be awarded a coin and that's confusing yeah it's confusing it's the but it's 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 basically the consensus mechanism you have all these guys out there with these powerful computers mm -hmm. and essentially what they're doing is they're processing transactions and recording them in the ledger so, okay. that, so that there's what one kind of transactions just transfers of value so if i want to send you one bitcoin i've got to open my wallet and say put your address in there I hit send and I send you one Bitcoin. The miners are going to see that on the network and they're going to check to see if I have the Bitcoin and if I signed it with my private key. And if yes, they're going to send it on to you. And what did they get paid for, for, for being that clearinghouse? So one miner solves a block every 10 minutes. And okay. so, so each time a miner solves a block, they get rewarded in Bitcoin. And that's how the Bitcoin gets issued. Unlike the dollars that they can just print as many dollars as they want at will. Bitcoin has a very specific issuance schedule that's based on, like when it first started, every 10 minutes, 50 Bitcoins were awarded to the miner who solved the block. And every four years, it gets cut in half. So uh, the bottom line is that the, the mechanism for issuing Bitcoin into existence is through the mining process. So it's a, Yeah, but it's a barter system. Now, you know I've talked about this before, but something just clicked for me. So in the radio world, right, um, people barter advertising all the time and and that so they pay with the, the the monetary system in the radio world is the airtime so they pay each other with ads instead of dollars but it's air right and it's similar to what he just explained these guys are doing this labor in exchange for the same thing that they're working in now okay i, I get i get that so we're talking to saint Clair newburn He's a Bitcoin specialist. He's one of those Bitcoin millionaires, you know? And he went out and figured all this out. 
And so you started building computers and creating mines and partnering with other people on on the mines. And then the power, I, I want to get into the electricity part of this because that's where it really gets weird and interesting. Okay. So well, let me ask you about the, the, the computers. What's special about them? So now they're, they're using ASICs, which is application-specific integrated circuits. They're these little chips that do one thing really, really efficiently. And the, the whole game with mining is to – it's a power arbitrage. So you're using energy. And right now, if you're, if you're getting electricity for $0.05, cents, for every $0.05 cents of, of energy you consume through the, 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 process, the mining process, you're getting about $0.35 cents back in value. So that's the arbitrage. You can, you can essentially mine Bitcoin for about $13,000 of Bitcoin if you've got five-cent power. And so everyone is chasing the cheap power. Whoa, 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 hold on. $13,000 per Bitcoin at five cents? Roughly. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. And a Bitcoin's what, what is it? I haven't looked in a while. Is it 35, 40 grand? It's about 40 grand right now. Okay. For one? For one. Now, when, when in 2000, say 13, when you really got interested in this, what was a Bitcoin worth? Oh, it was like... Under a hundred dollars, and what did it cost to mine one back then? Uh, that's that's interesting. I don't have, I don't know exactly what it cost. It to wasn't mine thirteen it. grand, right? No, no, no. Hell, it was a lot, lot, lot less. What made it cost more to mine them now? They're having to work harder to bust the chain. So the network grows. So anybody can join the network. So when when Satoshi launched it, basically anybody that wanted to mine Bitcoin could fire up the software and start mining. So it's a it's a fixed pie every day, and so if we have the value of Bitcoin going up, then more people can join and still make money. And, you know, it's, it's all a matter of getting the cheapest power on the planet. At some point, it will get to where there's so many miners competing that that premium goes away, the margins compress, and only the guys with the very cheapest power are still able to execute the arbitrage. So the fact that you're in the power business, and that's really your core business, yes, gives you a little edge because you're providing the gasoline that runs all these engines in a sense well we execute the arbitrage so the fact that you're in the power business and that's really your core business yes gives you a little edge because you're providing the gasoline that runs all these engines in a sense well we 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 know where the electricity is and how to get it really cheap and so that's that's what we did back in 2013 we started buying chips and building our own boards and deploying them where there was cheap electricity and now we do that today we we help like a lot of the big bitcoin miners are coming to texas because of our cheap power Mm mm-hmm and so we help them identify space on the on the network where they can come into Texas and consume 50 megawatts and make a nice margin on every kilowatt. So what, they what's an area? Where, where are the top three areas in the country of the cheapest power where you see these mines popping up? So Texas has definitely become the the go to place. Okay. China kicked out like half the miners on the planet were in China, and he, they kicked them all out last year. And so there was a mad dash. Some people went to Kazakhstan. That didn't work out so good. You know, they went to other other countries, but um, Texas represented one of the best places on the planet because we have super cheap electricity and we have uh, stability in the marketplace here. And it's been very very much embraced by uh, the Texas legislature and ERCOT. So it's it's not going anywhere. It's growing in Texas, and it actually becomes a. The crazy thing is that Bitcoin miners look like a giant battery on the electric grid. Okay. So you know we had the the you know big problem in, with URI. Um, when you have Bitcoin miners, they, they have this huge load and you can turn them off in a second. And so it looks like to the grid operator, it looks like you just flipped on a huge battery. Speaking of, and we got a minute 50 left. It, when we get into the, I, I've been preaching that this, and you know, the answer, you and I've never discussed this, but this electric car thing, 
Yeah. It's so out of balance. It's so ridiculous of, of how they're building all these cars and figuring you guys are going to be able to keep them charged. Uh, that's my opinion. What's yours? I, I think there's not even near enough power to run the automotive fleet in the United States, even 10% of it. Well, what people forget to realize is that for every electric car, you've still got to have a, a bunch of natural gas fired generation to charge the batteries. So it's not like you just get, you know, this perfect blend of, of wind and green uh, energy to, to power electric cars, which is what a lot of people's motivation is. You still have to have energy that's thermal-based, coal, nuclear, uh, natural gas. And, and no, right now, it's we definitely don't have the infrastructure to support everyone driving an electric car. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a lot longer than most people think. We bought Teslas from users in California, all over in California, that threw them back because they were getting upcharged on the power bill for having an electric car they were plugging in every night. $700 a month. Have you seen that? I have. I've heard that. It, it's insane. Bubba Newbern, uh, St. Clair Newbern, old friend of mine, Bitcoin specialist, and his name of his company is Live Energy. Is that right? Live Energy. And That's what right. do y'all do? We're energy brokers, so we help. Any business that consumes a lot of energy, if it's important enough that they control their energy cost, we help them buy it for the absolute lowest possible price. Cool. If you want to go check out Bub, is it liveenergy.com? Liveenergy.com. St. Clair, Newbern, the fourth. I knew the third. I did not know the second. I did not know your granddad. How's your pops? Uh, He's alive and well. I need to tell him I said hello. Thank you, Bub. Thank you. See y'all. Hey there, it's Gigi Drummond from the John Clay Wolf Radio Show, brought to you by GiveMeTheVin.com. GiveMeTheVin.com will give you top dollar for your vehicle and pick it up. No hassles, no worries. Our Google reviews tell the story of happy customers coast to coast. Ready to sell your car? Go to GiveMeTheVin.com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it in your Attention shoppers, you're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show, 800-800-RADIO, just give them the vid. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show, hit them up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO, this is the John Clay Wolf Show. This is a quick segment where we bid cars on the radio for GiveMeTheVin.com. That's what we do during the week. We've been doing this show for 15 years on Saturdays, and we've been buying these cars for 27 years, including Saturdays. Chuck, 17 Porsche Macan GTS with 36,000 miles. You want 58,000 for it. You're going to buy a 22. I think you're 10,000 off the money. Really? Yeah. Where are you coming up with this 58? Uh, That's what I figure it's worth. Uh, Maybe I'm very off with that. I'll talk, I haven't talked to the deal yet, so you want to get me on a trade. Okay. Uh, so, um, so you didn't work Okay. Yeah, I think you're ten thousand. Well, I, th- I think it's a forty-eight thousand dollar car. I like. I mean, it's a Macan GTS. That's cool. Um, it's got good miles. Yeah. Not great, but good. Uh, yeah. I mean, I- I'll give fifty grand. All right. Here's a, I- I'm going to. I'm going over to the dealer in, in a couple hours. See what he offers me. If it's ridiculous, you know, I'll call you guys back. I'll give you the VIN. And, and if it's better than what the dealer's going to give me, we got a deal. <laughs> Just load it right in. Give me the VIN.com. We'll pick it up. Thank you, sir. Jeff, good morning. You're in the air. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What were you calling about? Well, you bought a vehicle off of me. I, I'm a truck driver. I'll try and make this real quick. I'm a truck driver, of course, doing a lot of riding. I listen to radios, and I heard your show a couple times and stuff. And I'm listening to the news one day, and, and I was talking about housing prices, and they started comparing the car prices with housing prices. And I thought, I had this, I bought this Toyota Tundra, a 2019, and uh, I thought, 
don't know what that truck would be worth now because I knew things were going higher. So I called in to give me the VIN, and they came back with an offer. And, of course, you get to accept the client or considering, and I put considering. And I think uh, the next person I talked to was Tom Stack. And he was a lot of help to me. Everybody that gave me the VIN was a lot of help. I talked to Tom, and I talked to Monica in Fort Worth. Uh, <clears throat> but in my area, it's a rural area. Nobody Turley, ever Turley, is Tom still alive? <clears throat> yes. Sure he is. Yes, he's still alive. <laughs> no, but he almost died. <clears throat> I had, that I was somebody else. No, Tom yeah. almost died. Who had the Who had the thing? Steve in the, and Steve is actually coming back Monday from a stroke. Yeah. Oh, it'd be a buyer. We'll talk about that later. Okay, yeah. Jeff. So you're happy we beat everybody? We gave you too much money? No, you didn't give me too much money. We did. We did. Good. We did good on it. Uh, but uh, we did better than everybody else. We or you? But, uh, I just <laughs> you sent me a thing out. You sent me a thing out to do a online testimony okay and i never did do it you know through the christmas holidays and everything i never did do it but what made my deal a little more i thought in a way sketchy was i wanted to get it done before the end of the year and they had me to drop it off at a Mannheim auto auction which i have one in my town and then so here's what i'm here how much I'm time do we have to with people yeah, two minutes okay. one minute go here's where i'm going at here's where i'm going uh, people were skeptical of this. They had me drop my vehicle off at Mannheim. So I give them my vehicle, take the plates off. I had to mail my title off. I've got a check I can't cash. I'm thinking, man, am I crazy or what? I've got no truck, no I got title, screwed. no cash. It's no good. You felt like a drunk but, uh, um, that got stoned in Mexico and woke up the well, next morning with the sun in your eyes. Through, it went through. Monica called me like a day and a half later and said, hey, the inspection went on your truck just like you told us. Your check is good to go. And speaking of good to go, I got I got to get ready for this next bit. I got to get ready for this next thing. Thank you so much. My name's John Clay Wolf, and I buy cars right here for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. Hey, the John Clay Wolf Show has what you need. Don't forget, one squirt of this, voila. No more COVID. Hit him up, 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Radio. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. So, fat bottom girls were a big deal back in the 70s, too? Oh, God. I didn't know that. Oh. I was so young, I wasn't paying attention. I thought Big Booties just came out with Lizzo and Kim Kardashian. Mm-mm. So, <laughs> Gigi knows. That's so, right. So, Gigi, what are the time zones of the fat bottom girl heights? I think it would be the 70s. Not so much the 80s, not so much the 90s and the 2000s. The 2000s were high? I mean, which part of the 2000s? When did it come back into vogue? 80, mm. oh, 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 05? Probably. I, I think remember, so. I remember when Leo DiCaprio said, if you don't like fat bottom girls, you're just a liar. Or if you say you don't like fat bottom girls, you're <laughs> lying. lying. Yeah, something like that. I mean, Sir Mix-a-Lot had a song about it in the yeah. 90s, mm-hmm, though, so... Mm-hmm. 
I like big butts. Nicki Minaj had her. She, she grabbed a small sheep and had it implanted on her, on her buttocks. And then some of us just have it naturally. <laughs> Good morning, G. Good morning. Uh, so, we got a little heady with the St. Clair Newburn a minute ago and talking about Bitcoin mining. And you can grab that at the podcast, jcwshow.com, if you're interested in what the hell Bitcoin... It, it's, it's internet gold. It's virtual gold is what it is. But he talked about the, the power and the electric use of it. It's, it's pretty sophisticated. You might have to listen to it three times to for it to stick. It's a little nerdy. 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 <laughs> Kathleen in Boston, Massachusetts. I see that you've been on hold for a while, and you want to talk more about Passover. But um, in Jesus' name, we're we're done with we're done with that for for, for a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm here to give your theology lesson. I, I can't do it right I'm, now. I'm, but if you'll send me a tape of it, if you'll send me a tape of it, and I think it's great, no. then I'll air it. I'm sorry, but well, thank I you. For, say, well, why is well, someone as nice? I got a question. You left me on hold. You left me on hold for that long, and this is what I get. She's strong. Get her. Hey, I've and got I a question. And I like your show. And I like your What was it, Turley? Hey, smart, smart, sophisticated lady from Boston. I'm, I'm, I'm certain that you, you're well, well. And I'm. I'm in North Carolina for okay. 16 years, and I know you can tell by my southern drawl. So, why do you listen to us if you're smart? <laughs> I just accidentally <laughs> found you this morning, and then I heard the guy talking about Passover, okay. and he was kind of right, but he was wrong. All right. And then I've been on hold for like 45 minutes. 20 seconds. And then you, 20 then you seconds. pick up the phone. Kathleen, you've got the next and you 30. Guys are, you've got 30. I can't swear. You, you, I can't swear. Goodbye. You've got Goodbye. 30 seconds. You. You've got 30 seconds. Go. All right, so what it is is Passover is on the 15th. They go by the calendar. We Anglo-Saxons choose Sundays to celebrate our holidays. Passover is when they put the blood over the door so that when the bad spirit came through from Moses telling the Pharaoh that he had to make the decision, and he said that all the, all the children would die. So they painted the blood over the door for the Jews, and then all the bad spirit passed over them, and then the Jews got to leave Egypt. It falls at the same time that Jesus died. Jesus died last night at sundown. Okay. It's always on the 15th. There you go. There you go. Bam. You got it. Now, 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 Kathleen, you're going to heaven. Happy Easter. You, ed- you educated the world. Congratulations. Now, in not-so-smart information... What? Go ahead, Bob. I didn't say anything. Somebody did. Was it G? Nope. No, it wasn't me. Okay. I don't know what the hell I'm hearing. Maybe it was, it was a ghost pa- to Passover. Maybe it's a Passover. <laughs> on this day, in other news, yeah. on this day in 1972, the Electric Light Orchestra played its first live show at the Greyhound Pub in Great Britain. Or no, uh, Surrey. Is that England? Yeah. All right. How about putting that on there so I don't look like a moron? <laughs> you just read it. You know, it says Crowd in Surrey. I don't know what the just hell Just read is. it. We know what it is. Uh, no, but no, I mean, nobody else knows where that is. Everybody so, knows so England? Yeah. I've never been to England. All right. Surrey. All right, all right, all right. The concert didn't go very well. This is the ELO we're talking about. Did not get very good reviews. Founding member Roy Wood split several months later, leaving Jeff Lynn to write, produce most of the band's material. So his people left him, but he loved what he was doing, so he started doing it himself, which turned out to be a formula for success. These yeah. two songs played backwards are our backtracks of the week. Mm. I'm a big ELO fan. I'm going to get both of these immediately, I'm sure. Maybe you are. 
Radio is the call-in number. These two songs played backwards. Call in. First person to get it right gets ELO swag. Gets um, JCW show swag. You get a prize pack from us. Cut one. Wow. I mean, why don't you just sing it out loud for him? Cut two. A little hard. All right. So cut one is, we all know. Cut two. Hit it again, Mike. All right. So call in if, you, if you're an ELO head. Last week we did that, uh, how did we do, Motorhead or? Yeah, they got it right away. Mm. No, we did... We did um we bought Megadeth. We bought Mustang's um Maserati. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we yeah. did Megadeth. Yeah, give me the Vin.com bought Dave Mustang's bought Maserati, and that's why we did Megadeth. It is Easter weekend. We are live. That's why we're talking about the Passover. You saw ELO in concert. You said they were amazing. They're amazing. It became my son's favorite band. Your he's, son, yep. who is he's fifteen. Fifteen, yep. right. ELO's awesome. A whole new generation loving their stuff. Hey, have you guys been to the movie theaters recently? Like there's a couple movies that are only in theaters now. Top Gun is coming out. Oh, when? God, JD, are you kidding me? When May 27th in theaters only, but that's really not what I'm talking about. Uh, Father Stew is in theaters only, and of course, Mark Wahlberg is out promoting it. He was on Ellen this week. She had a very interesting question about the Boogie Nights. John, you'll appreciate this because I know you like this scene in the movie about the Boogie Nights prosthetic that Roller he girl. used to cut eleven. Is it true that you still have the prosthetic that you wore in Boogie Nights? Yes. Where is that? It's in a safe. Locked away. It's not something I can leave out. All no. of a sudden, my kids are looking for, you know, the spare phone charger and pull right. that thing out. I'm like, what the heck is that? <laughs> he wouldn't be a good look. He saved it. He saved it. He still has it in a safe. Coming up next on the show, I have a friend that has gone viral, and some people would call him a prosthetic of what Ellen was interested I in. I understand. That Mark Wahlberg wore in Boogie Nights. He's being a bit of a prosthetic. He's being a bit of a D. <laughs> but it's pretty funny. And and he's been he's been railing on um, these city council meetings. And this is when he called into San Francisco's city council meeting as a concerned citizen for equal rights. He zoomed in. He zoomed in. And you can only and you can, and they can't tell you no. And what he's doing is punking them back saying you're not woke enough. You're just not woke enough. Listen to this. Al, is there anybody online who would like to speak during open time on open space district matters? Yes, we have Mr. Alex Stein. Please unmute, and you have the option to share video. Hey, guys. It's a pleasure to, to be back. But listen, I have some serious issues in Marin County. Once again, my openly gay eight-year-old lizard daughter, Lizzie, is still being persecuted. And she's a trans species. I don't understand why we can't in California be acceptable of, tr- of trans species of trans children like in, in this day and age you would think that we'd have some sort of social justice for her but no they laugh at her they won't put a terrarium in the classroom they won't do anything to appease her and like i said i'm not trying to get the uh, teachers to put the the temperature at 85 degrees i understand that would be uncomfortable for the other kids but at the end of the day it's just like making a little bit of an effort to appease my daughter. Like, like I said, I mean, she's still a lady, but she's a lizard, and they laugh at her. They get mad that she's, like, eating, you know, dead bugs and stuff. And really, dead <laughs> bugs are the future because we know with global warming, we're not going to have cows very soon. It's- <laughs> wow. I understand they won't put a terrarium in the <laughs> classroom. Anyway, he, he he's done a couple of viral videos that have gone around the world, and he's going to call in 
uh, in just a moment. <laughs> and I'm looking at these. Uh, Tom in Baltimore, what are your two hits on uh, answers for the ELO question? Evil Woman and Mr. Blue Sky. Negative. Oh. Angela, good morning. Where do you live? In Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. KLBJ, home of the Martian, Elon Musk. Now, what are your answers to the ELO question? Wichita's and which? <laughs> nope. Uh, Kel in Dallas. What are your answers? Yeah. Living thing and shine a little love. Negative. Close. Damn. Randy in Fort Lauderdale. Hi. Uh, living thing and Mr. Blue Sky. No, Mr. Blue Sky is not correct. Damn. This was good, Bob. You got him. Uh, living thing. Who's this? Oh, that's Kel. Ah, and I'm out of time. I'm out of time. We'll have to get to this later. We have no winner yet. We'll, we'll get it when we get back. Mike, play those those two hits real quick. And then we'll go to break and we'll come back and we'll get an answer. Eight, if you know these two ELO songs backwards, call in. This is the deal. 800-800-RADIO. 800-800-7234. Cut one. Cut two. My name's John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. And don't forget our sponsor this holiday weekend, Gordon Boswell Flowers, which is gordonboswell.com. You can see their link at our website, jcw.com. And that's where the podcast goes up this afternoon. Be right back. We'll be right back. More of the John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com, coming up. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. The guy's a blackout drunk. 800-800-RADIO. Yo, give me the VIN. Normally we don't have to drag these things over, but people are getting stumped on this electric light orchestra thing. I was very surprised. Wait, you know, all their hit music, though, sounds kind of the same, especially backwards, because it's rock music with heavy strings. (laughs) (laughs) Hell, one of them I have the answer to, and I was singing it wrong. Okay, so real quick, um, backtracks this week, ELO, 1972, we played these two songs backwards, and we have people on hold to win the prize pack from ELO and prize pack from John Clay Wolf's show. That's us. Good morning, everybody. We are live. It is Easter weekend, Easter Saturday. Uh, go ahead and play, play, the, play the two cuts backwards, Mike. Jared, good morning. Where are you? Here's cut two. Uh, okay, sorry, Jared. What'd you say? No, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. What, what question did you ask? Where do you live? Uh, Daytona. Daytona, Florida. Okay, what is the first two? What are these two songs? Is it a living thing and telephone line? It is not. Oh. I love telephone ah. line. That's my favorite, favorite, right. favorite, favorite, favorite. Um, yeah. Glenn in North Carolina, good morning. Good morning. What do you guess? Is it Sweet Talking Woman and Living Thing? It is. Uh, no, it is Sweet Talking Woman on the first one. But the second. Jerry in Chicago, good morning. Yes, good morning. How about uh, Living Things and Last Train to London? Negative. Oh, I James. love Last Train to London. James, where are you? I'm in Newport, Kentucky. Kentucky. All right. What is it? Yes. Living thing and don't bring me down. <laughs> Bob, I'm looking on here. Nobody has it right. 
Well, somebody guessed the second one right last round. Oh, we talk a woman and living thing. Sorry. No, no, no. Sweet talking woman's right, but the second one is I'm not sorry. living thing. So, oh, Pittsburgh. I'm taking you blind. Do you have it right? Um. Is it Strange Magic and Mr. Blue Sky? No, no, no. I think I'm just going to do it. Can I win? Yes. You can win. (laughs) No, you can't. He's a big fan. (laughs) I got one more I'm going to give it. Uh, Gary, where are you from? Uh, Mobile. Mobile, Alabama. Alabama. Good morning. What are your guesses on the yellow thing? Sweet Sweet Talking Woman and Strange Magic. No. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bobo, you stumped him. Good job. Yes. Right on, Bobo. It is Sweet Talking Woman and Shine a Little Love. And Kel, you had it, but you did you, you screwed it up on the first one. Anyway, all good stuff. So, as promised, we have a viral video going around the country, kind of like Anton Dodson. I'm sure that Alex appreciates me comparing him to Anton Dodson. <laughs> and um, here's the fellow that we're talking to. I'll play a clip of him trolling the Plano. Uh, city council with a rap when he got on the mic and then everybody took this his lyrics and put them to music and it's gone tiktok crazy but it's a public rap it's a public statement it's like an old vietnam song sure yeah this this is alex stein's Mm -hmm. version of a vietnam of joni mitchell That is really, really well produced. <laughs> Alex, good morning. You there? Yeah, it's prime time, 99, on the grind all the time. Good morning, fellas. How are we doing this morning? Well, I, I have to give it to you. I've known you for a decade, and I've known your dad for 20 years, and we've all tried to talk you off the ledge of being your crazy self, and you have finally done it. You have finally done it. You have finally become mad. No, not only have I, dude, you're not even close, dude. I got all these production companies. I'm about to sign a big deal with Blaze to get my own TV show. No, I'm as official as a referee's whistle. And you said it's, it's gone viral around America. They're playing this in Saudi Arabia. They're playing this in Israel. They're playing this on the national media in Russia, saying that a U.S. official is calling for the assassination of Vladimir Putin. No, dog, I am worldwide. I'm a global, like, UPS, dude. I, I mean, I'm, I'm blowing up like the world trade. There's no, there's no doubt about it, dude. Have you been filling in for Alex Jones, like, literally his fill-in? On his yeah, radio show? yeah, because well, he's going through a bunch of legal stuff. So yeah, I've been filling in for him. Just I've filled in for him twice. He has a rotating host, uh, you know, people that host his show. But yeah, you know, I, but see, this is the problem. Is Infowars offered me a job, but I can't take a job there because I'll get deplatformed from all my social media. So I can only kind of work there temporarily. But uh, where I'm where I'm about to sign a big deal is with the Blaze, and they're located in Las Colinas at the old Paramount Studios. They, uh, Glenn Beck bought that and took that over. So I'm literally in negotiations with them, and, you know, uh, Primetime 99 is about to be the next uh, Red Pill Jay Leno is what I'm about to be. Uh, you're going to see me live, and, and uh, you know, I'm going to be on the screen doing this all over. Because, dude, forget about this video. I've had most of Did you see the video went viral where I went in the women's bathing suit calling out Leah Thomas, a transgender swimmer who was ranked 457th on the men's team for three years, and then in one year – 
he magically got to take, or she magically got to take hormone replacement therapy and then compete against I the saw, women, and then and then won two NCAA championships. And we have a media that's going to tell you that's fair. See, we live in the clown world where now boys are competing <laughs> against girls in NCAA. So there's enough there's enough material out there. It's done for the new world order. Primetime 99 is going to shine the light. So you're going to knock off uh, your boy um, Alex Jones? Well, I'm not knocking him off. See, what I do is called culture. You just said it's done for the new world order, and that's his deal, right? Yeah, that is. Yeah, but see, the thing is, there is a new world order. It's called globalization. See, we're being run by multinational corporations. These these Pfizer, they're not just based in... Yeah, I don't care. You can play all that music. See, what you guys don't realize is these corporations operate all over the world. So they want to destabilize America in order to gain power and be able to sell their product. Look at Apple. They're one of the biggest companies at their at, at their uh, factories in China, at Foxconn. Uh, they have suicide nets for their employees. Now, that would never fly in America because there's different regulations. Now, you look at the Disney Don't Say Gay bill, and, and they're fighting in Florida that teachers should be able to talk about sexualizing their children from age four to eight. Yet in China, the version of, of The Beast of Dumbledore, Disney had to erase all the gay uh, mentions. Hey, hey, so we Alex. live in a world... Yeah. Yes. Well, what I'm trying to say is we live we live in a world where the media is going to lie to us, and they're going to say, oh, well, it's all about virtue signaling. It's all about progressive. We live in a world where there's such company. a thing as the end of a sentence sometimes. Yeah, well, well, let me just talk real quick, because you guys, uh, listen, I'm trying to no, wake talk some real people quick. up while I'm on here. There's a lot of people on here looking at cars. I'm trying to wake some people up. Hey, there's See, what no- you don't realize <laughs> is that these multinational corporations are what's destabilizing America, and you look at the middle class, it's actually gone. Alex, and, Alex. And you got to mention, you know I've been on Tucker Carlson and Fox News. You didn't I, even mention I, that, I, Don. I, I, you didn't even I, give I, me a good enough I, intro. Compare me to Anton Dodson. Give me a break. I'm Anton Dodson can eat my crumb, as they say. But I did bet my staff here that $20 that I was going to have to hang up on you when we got you on the air. because well, you, yeah, I know, because, because you went, one people. But I'm your friend. I'm your friend. <laughs> I, I, I brought you on. You're not punking me. You're not diving into this show just to get a few seconds. I'm giving it to you. Chill out. Calm down, homeboy. Put I it in first gear. Can you talk no, normal? This is the thing. This is the thing. I can talk normal, but you guys laugh. You guys, oh, you know. I'm uh, not laughing. I called you. World. I know, but there's a lot of conspiracy in the world. I'm trying to wake people up. I mean, you look at what's been going on with this pandemic. Now we go from the pandemic now to World War III. And let me tell you something. We're worried about the border between Russia and Ukraine, yet I've had multiple friends die of fentanyl drug overdoses that are pouring through the border. Sex trafficking pouring through the border between Texas and Mexico. And Kamala Harris won't even go there. So we don't live in some, you know, lollipop land where we can just... Alex, I love you, but I'm going to have to lose the bet. I've got to hang up on you because you won't stop talking. Okay, well, what are you asking some questions? I'm just trying to get some information well, out there. I, 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 <laughs> That'd be a bad idea. I mean, if I ask you a question, can you answer it without running off over the fence and jumping over all and running through okay, everybody's back yes. or streaking? Yes. Jesus yes. Christ. What do you got for me? Hell, I don't even know now. I'm so exhausted. <laughs> I mean... I just wanted to tell you that I'm proud of you and congratulations on... All the work you've been working on for years, and we weren't laughing at you, but you've got to admit it's a little out there, right? So well, I'm far out there, but if you guys don't realize that you have boys competing against girls in sporting contests, and then you guys don't realize the world is in Looney Tune land. That was Alex Stein. I love him. I've Here's known him forever. Ready, John. You yeah. Here's twenty dollars to JD. You. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. Alex, I did not want to win that twenty dollar bet. <laughs>
But um, <laughs> you can't. John, you tried. You tried. I really, you really tried. Did. Gigi, I, I tried, didn't I? Yes, you tried. Okay. Well, my name's John Clay Wolf. We buy cars on the radio for America's Best Car Buyer, and we talk to conspiracy theorists time to time. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Get a haircut, buttercup! America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. This is America's largest weekend morning show, The John Clay Wolf Show, 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Good morning, everyone. Easter Saturday. Yes, we're live. Glad to be here. Glad you're with us. Last week, in the beginning of the program, and you can grab it on the podcast from last week, the first thing out of the shot, my buddy, I don't want to get too deep and tell this whole story all over again, but he had somebody send me some pictures of um, some a man's junk. A man. A yes. man's junk. Yes. And he thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be funny to give out his phone number on the radio. <laughs> and several times. Several times. And have... All of our listeners send him pictures of their junk. And boy, did he get some. Did he ever? <laughs> he got about, Gigi, he got like 500. Oh, <laughs> oh he, my God. He was so mad at me. He said, we can never, we'll never be friends again. This is war. I, I can't mean it. He was just, and then finally, he started laughing. And l- later on down, after the day, and then I was like, yeah, did you learn a lesson? He's like, yeah, I'll never do that to you again. I was like, all right. <laughs> but what he did say is like, it was interesting. It was almost like a measurement test of our audience around the country. Mm-hmm. He said the pictures he got from the East Coast were much dirtier than the pictures <laughs> he got from the West Coast. Oh, market research. And then, and then he had some gal contact him from Nashville. And she's real cute. She wanted to, felt sorry for him, and she wanted to what come see him. They started talking. He's single. What right? And and he was like, dude, this, look, look what's going on. And what? And it sounds like his the lady is real. Yeah. But her husband or boyfriend might have been catfishing him oh. with her. Oh yeah. Oh. And then he, at the end of it, I think he got a picture of his junk. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I love it. So, so he knew there was a difference in how many D picks he got from the East Coast to the West Coast. It's yes, really. Even even our uh, and the severity of them. Our yeah. program director Elliot, he uh, he called in, and we've got Elliot here in the studio. Elliot, Elliot, good morning. Hey guys, what's going on? So when we did this this test of DP pictures around the country with our audience, what did you come up with? Wait a minute. Did you say DP? DP. Oh, that explains a lot. Okay. Your markets were all over the place last week. Right. I mean, Chicago was way up. <laughs> like nine meters. Yeah. Cincinnati? Huh? Not so much. Right. Ooh. You started at nine and lost five. Oh. Four meters in prime time. What are you doing? Well, we 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 were playing a we were punking a, a buddy, but it, it the, the entire listening body got in on it, and he got about five hundred 
photos that were inappropriate sent to his phone. God dang it, John. I know you think you've been doing this a long time, but even when you just talk about naked pictures on the air, you're going to lose people who don't want to think about themselves naked. Okay. Oh, thank you, That's bad. Don't please don't say DP anymore. Okay. okay. I'll tell you what I do want to. Speaking of DP, Elon Musk is Ooh. trying to buy Twitter. Right. And you know, I was in LA this week, and it hit me who Elon Musk is today. Okay. He's Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. If you if what you're do you mean? aviator, yeah, mega wealthy, odd. Odd. And a yes. visionary. A visionary. Recluse. Recluse. Loves aviation. Listen, you know, yeah. And, wow. and, and he's, he's our modern day Howard Hughes. And Howard Hughes, to put the cherry on top, bought RKO Pictures. Oh, yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he got into the movies. And, 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 and Elon is taking Twitter. What I love about Elon Musk is he comes from um, South Africa and his mother's Canadian. And he loves this country and freedom of speech. So they muted Trump, and they've muted several other people. A lot of people. Facebook has gotten into this social policing heavy, 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 heavy. Mm-hmm. And really, that's what's causing this overreaction. They're controlling society's behavior. The social media platforms are. And he's sick of it. So he goes yeah. and he buys 10% of Twitter, 9% to be exact. Mm-hmm. They offer him a board seat because he was a majority owner of the company. <laughs> right. In exchange for only be able to own 15%, 14.9% of Twitter, he passed El Paso. Good morning, El Paso. And the reason he passed is because they limited how much he could buy. And he said, I'll tell you what, I'll buy the whole damn thing. So he offered them 54 20. 420. Get it, Bob? 420 is the mm-hmm. price. That's his, that's his. <laughs> per share and explained to Twitter that this is a 38% premium over where the stock is trading. Mm-hmm. It's like a 50% premium over where it was trading before he started acquiring shares and driving the price up. And then he told him, remember what I said last week? He's doing a top gun move. I'm going to hit the brakes and they're going to fly right over. Here's the brakes. If you don't take my offer, I'm going to sell all my shares because I don't believe in the management of the company. It's such a great offer. If y'all are that dumb not to take it, then you're not doing this for business. You're doing exactly what I'm saying. You're trying to control society. Sure. And I'm going to pull all my shares, which will do what? It will drive the price way below where it was before he started. Wow. So they have option A, make a ton of money. Option B, lose a ton of money. And what Twitter has decided is they're going to take a poison pill. And what is the bitter poison pill? A poison pill in a publicly traded company is a option that you set up in your regulations as your company structure mm-hmm. where the board has the ability to produce 10 times more shares than they currently have, which would dilute everybody down. Yeah. Well, why would the shareholders want that? Because it would make it so much harder for a corporate raider to start acquiring them publicly. It's one thing you got to remember on a publicly traded company. Yeah. It's always for sale. Sure. The sale price is on the board in NYSE, the stock price. They offered it for sale the day they went public. Mm-hmm. 
So they take a poison pill, they dilute all the shares, they screw up his ability or slow down his ability to acquire them naturally through the open markets, and it makes it much more difficult. It can get done, but it'll slow it down. Yeah. But I'm, I'm hats off to you, Elon Musk. I mean, I rolled my eyes at, at, at some of the things of him over the years, and, sure. and he's kind of everybody's hero. I'm like, yeah, whatever. He's kind of turning into my hero. Is he? Yeah, I mean, th- th- this is... <laughs> This is so cool what he's it's doing. It's fun to watch. Your comment is very much appreciated, Mr. <laughs> Wolf. I like the way you think. <laughs> and, the, of course, the liberal media is losing their minds over it. So what he will do when he gets control of Twitter is he's going to open it back up and lose all these gags and bounds that they're putting on everybody trying to change sure. the mindset of the country. Because he believes a free market, free market economy Freedom of speech is what makes America great. He's seen, he has relatives, his parents are from other countries that see the restrictions of right. of what that, not communism, but socialism can do. Mm-hmm. And he, he thinks that it's going to wreck America. That's like California taxing him and policying, policying him to death. He sold all of his real estate in California and he just opened the Gigafactory in Austin, Texas. Moved to Texas. The guy's a real cowboy. I, I'm pretty impressed. But what this is about, and he keeps saying it's not about money, and it's not. At all? Nah. He's the he's the wealthiest guy in on planet Earth. I don't know the number. Call it $250 billion. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's so much, there's nothing else you can really want to do with that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, him and Bezos, would, right? But what he would love to do, he hasn't said this, this is my opinion, is one up. Zuckerberg. That's not a money thing. That's a ha! Now I've come into your space, Mr. MySpace, Mr. Facebook, Mr. Instagram, Mr. Own and All, and I'm going to take that over. And these restrictions and range you're putting on society and trying to change the way that we're all thinking, I'm going to fix it and open it back up to make America great again. Not to coin the term, but that's, I believe that's what the man thinks. It's a gunslinger thing. It is a gunslinger thing. It's a gun fight. High been, noon. We've all been saying that this is going to change. This wild ride, we will get the we will get the thought process back in the center of the road. And I really think that this move that we see going on with Twitter will be the first. We'll start that swing to get us back to where everybody's not so crazy hypersensitive. And like Alex Stein earlier mm-hmm. was calling into the San Francisco City Council about his openly gay daughter that is a lizard <laughs> right lizard humans a trans species. the lizard people yeah just saying you gotta you gotta respect everybody and the funny part is they had to let him talk because it's so liberal it's so crazy right yeah. what a flair for showbiz he's got though. oh my god i mean he knows he's got a, a certain allotted amount of time and boy he fit a lot in there man are you talking about stein yeah he's oh very god. he's very good at what he does once once he learns to share the air he's gonna be badass well prank calling is you know it's it's an art Absolutely. <laughs> he's been pranking people for so long. Now he's actually getting some real attention. He doesn't know how to calm it down and actually just take an interview and let it be. So that he has to learn that. Like you said, he has to learn. We're talking about Alex Stein. We've jumped from Elon Musk to Alex Stein. We're jumping all over the place. But anyway, bravo, Elon Musk. Super duper duper proud of what you're doing. Hang in there and don't let those guys run you off. Call now. We're, next segment is Car Calls, where we buy your cars live right here on the air Saturday mornings. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. So that's 1-800-800-7234. Give me year, make model miles, average rough or clean, 
and I'll bid your car right on the air. Bid means make an offer for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. Hey there, it's Gigi Drummond from the John Clay Wolf Radio Show, brought to you by GiveMeTheVIN.com. GiveMeTheVIN.com will give you top dollar for your vehicle and pick it up. No hassles, no worries. Our Google reviews tell the story of happy customers coast to coast. Ready to sell your car? Go to GiveMeTheVIN.com. That's GiveMeTheVIN.com. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVIN.com. So easy you can do it in your Out there. Divine inspiration. America's largest weekend morning show, 800 800 Radio. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1 800 800 Radio. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is the quick car segment for our sponsor, GiveMeTheVin.com. That's what we do all week long is run America's largest car buyer, GiveMeTheVin.com. Radio show's been going on for 17 years. I've got two hats. I run that company, and I do this show, and they meet in the middle right here where I do both. Randall, good morning. You're on the air. Hey, how's it going, John? Good, good. You've got a 12 Lincoln MKZ, 60,000 miles, leather navigation. Does it have a sunroof? No sunroof. That's ever, that's the only thing it doesn't have. That's fine. Um, on a scale of one to ten, how nice is it? Uh, showroom quality, man. We'll call it a nine. It really is a nice car. I, I inherited it, so your mother passed uh, it away. Was my mom's car. Yeah. What got her? On the radio. Uh, eighty. You can't say that on the radio. I had to dump you. Okay, so I'm, she was I'm eighty. Sorry. She was eighty uh, years old, and she got yeah. Alzheimer's. How long? Yeah. How long did she yeah. live with it? Uh, a couple of years. So it was pretty quick. Uh, and huh? actually, it was some answered prayers that we were fixing to have to put her in a home. And mm-hmm. she just decided it was time to go home herself. So. All right. Um, Ten grand on mom's car. Okay. Hey. Well, that's less than I thought it would be. Hang uh, on. I, I, can't remember, I can't remember what I said. Bad joke. You get Do it? Do what? I, I just said I can't remember what I bid. Yeah. Bad joke. Did you get it? Bad joke. Yeah. Good joke. Too yeah. soon. Yeah. Well, you said she'd been gone for a while. Uh, a few months. Oh, too soon. No. I've had the car before. She, I had the car before she passed away. She gave it to me. My grandmother. My grandmother's super important to me. And watching her go through that, it was dementia. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And she'd remember. You know, she, you could hit her with the old stuff, and she could just rattle it off. Like 20 years ago, yeah, 30 was, years ago? But current stuff, she didn't They just couldn't remember. tell you what they had for lunch. Right. It's the damnedest thing. Hey, Mike, real quick. A 13F150 XLT with 80,000 miles. Two-wheel drive. Crew cab. Ford, right? Yes. Uh, it says leather, but it's an XLT. Is that correct? Yes. I'm a 16, 17 grand buyer. Uh, I'm an 18. Hmm. Let's split the difference. I'm 16, you're 18. I'll I'll write you a check for 17. Does that work? Uh, Ah. 17.5. Oh, 17.5. Turley. It's a beautiful truck. He says it's beautiful. We're going to do it just because I'm bored. Um, Yeah, I own it 17.5. Sell that bitch! Sell that bitch! 
You got it. Load it up into GiveMeTheVin.com. Tell them I gave you 17.5. And uh, let's let's get the deal rolling. Get the checks ready. And I also want a picture of Gigi's round butt. Gigi? <laughs> <laughs> I think you should send him one. I think I should. All right. Uh, that's seven. I'm going to charge you 200 for that. So it's 17.3. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Money for John Clay Wolf. Buy cars the radio for America's best car bar. Give me the VIN.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. It was the greatest gift, and he wanted other people to experience it. Heard every Saturday morning across America. Dallas, Fort Worth, Washington, D.C., Houston, Los Angeles, Austin, Las Vegas, Sacramento, San Diego, Salt Lake City, and like a hundred other cities I don't want to mention right now. Give me the VIN. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Give me the VIN. The John Clay Wolf Show. America's largest weekend morning show. 800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Heard every Saturday morning across America. Dallas, Fort Worth, Washington, D.C., Houston, Los Angeles, Austin, Las Vegas, Sacramento, San Diego, Salt Lake City, and like a hundred other cities I don't want to mention right now. Presented by but we're here with you right now, and that's what matters this holiday weekend. Thanks for tuning in. Santa Ana, California, Post Malone sings Johnny Cash. This is fun. Yeah, we're cut. all going to like explode now. I mean, this is <laughs> Post Malone, the guy with tattoos all over his face, mm-hmm. and everything goes through a synthesizer, <laughs> is a Johnny Cash fan. He got on, the, on stage with the country singer Billy Strings. Billy invited him up on stage in Santa Ana, California on Wednesday, and they sang a Johnny Cash song together. Cut 14, Cocaine Blues. 14 or 4? Four? Uh, this says 4, I'm sorry. Early one morning while we go, I took the shot of cocaine and I shot my own down. I went right home and I went to bed. Well, I said, I mean, was, it, was that post? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that wasn't through a synthesizer. Mm-mm. That was just old post being post. All right. The judge, he smiled as he picked up his Sounds pen. much better ah, here. Live from Folsom Prison in California. 99 years underneath that ground. I can't forget today I shut that bad bitch down. There you go. Johnny Cash. We've got our own Johnny Cash right here from the heavens. Teleporting in from death. <laughs> Just like on any Easter weekend, <laughs> you're rising <laughs> right here. Good morning, Johnny. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Johnny Cash. Hello, Johnny Cash. Oh, that gives me good memories playing the cocaine blues live at Folsom Prison. <laughs> Those boys really like that show. Did you do cocaine, Johnny Cash? No comment. <laughs> uh, you know, Hank Williams Jr. had the song about, you know, Johnny Cash is finally getting straight. And that's all I can say about cocaine. <laughs> so, Johnny, we have you come in every once in a while to read mail from our listeners in prison. And if you're in the can and like to write a letter to Johnny Cash or myself, go to jcwshow.com and click Contact Us, and the P.O. box is right there. And that's what you've got. Who's this from, Johnny? 
Well, this is from a fella who calls himself Captain Bear Brucey. All right. And it reads, Dear John Clay Wolf, the other day, two guys got into a big argument in the hall at the pill window. Inmate one had been spreading rumors that inmate two had AIDS. And this was ruining inmate two's prostitution hustle. <laughs> but one day, not long ago, two went to his bunk and got a bundle of sharpened pencils wrapped with tape. Oh. He attacked inmate one from behind, and the pencils ripped his ear right off. Then inmate two bent over, grabbed his ear there, and flushed it down the toilet. I can't hear you. What'd you say? What? Flushed it <laughs> down the toilet. Okay. The next day, inmate one grabbed a metal mop from the cleaning supply alcove and beat inmate two with it so bad that it bent the mop in half. Oh. And it might sound insensitive, but thinking about it now kind of turns me on. Uh-oh. Especially when I hear the manly but sensual voice of the famous J.D. Ryan on your show. What? <laughs> what? Is this the one with AIDS or not? Oh, the beat of my heart. What? Anyway, glad you all turned up here in the Phoenix area. I do enjoy listening every Saturday. Your biggest fan... Captain Bear Brucey. <laughs> Lewis Sunrise Unit, State Prison Complex, right. Buckeye, Arizona. Lucky me. The Bear, bear Brucey likes You're going to catch the Bear Brucey. I can't on wait. The, on well, the... it takes all kinds, J.D. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, buddy. Oh, on the flip hit. side of that, what what happened with Cam Newton this oh. week? I, I heard there's some Cam Newton news, but I'm not up to date on it. What is he's it? on this thing called the Barstool Sports Podcast, and he's just talking about life, and he's talking, and he gets in the subject of he's talking about women. So this is Cam Newton on the Barstool Sports Podcast this week. Cut fourteen. Cam hey, Newton's a big quarterback. Cam Newton is a famous quarterback. If you don't know that. But he's is he is he playing now or is he gone? Um, Did he get he, cut from the pass? Yeah, he hasn't been picked up yet. I don't know if he's gonna now either. All right. A woman for me is handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs. Oh. And I think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of like I'm a boss, bitch, like I'm a this, I'm a dad. No, baby. Like, but you can't cook. You don't know when to be quiet. You don't know how to allow a man to lead. Oh my. So that stirred some people up. <laughs> I mean, but it's true though. What? It's true. It's going to sound super sexist what I'm about to say, but you know, you're supposed to be in a loving, supportive relationship, but you don't want to cook, you don't want to clean, you don't want to do the things that you need to do as a woman. So I can't believe I'm hearing you say this. But, I, but this is a person who just wanted to be a housewife and got fired, so Oh. Oh, oh. You oh. know, but it's true when you think about it, when you think about it, I don't want to be in competition with the person that I'm with, and they shouldn't be in competition with me. No, it's a team, but I mean, he's really kind of putting women down. Like, you're here to serve me, you're here to be quiet. I mean, come on. It sounds like that. I don't think he's here to be quiet, but he's just saying when it's time to be quiet. No. Yeah, see that? (laughs) No, no, no. I don't think it's a put down. Oh, that can go both ways, though, fellas. Men have jobs they need to do at the house, too, and sometimes the job is to shut up. And you know that. If well, you live with a woman, you know too. that. Oh, yes. We all do. Times to shut up. Absolutely. What? As a man. As a man. Yes. There's a time to shut mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And not say what you're thinking. 
<laughs> well, you can say what you're thinking, but you can no, say it nicely. No, there's no, times, there's you, times don't. you don't say what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, thank you yeah, so much. You can't say you that. You speak from experience. What? I do. To, I, I could never say that to my wife. What? Say, oh, say what? Hey, no, no. This is not your time to talk, baby. Just, just sit back. This is your time to <laughs> yeah. cook and yeah. be quiet. Oh, cool. mm-hmm, but I you would... thought about it, though. By the way, don't nah, pull that. No, not like that. Not in the sense of uh, shut up. But yeah, maybe cooking, you know, it'd be nice every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, great, you know? yeah, see, <laughs> see. Does your wife, how many meals a week does she make at dinner? We had one this week. Well, that's good. That's yeah. a start. Okay. That's, that's about a good thing. And yeah. she's back to work, right? Yes. But, you know, then that's and that's part of it, too. She was never she really works. out of work. She's a hardworking gal. Yeah, his, no. wife, his wife has a big job. Well, she had to take some time off from the wreck. So when she was off, I'm like, well, what are you doing all day? You know? <laughs> I was kind of thinking, <laughs> in my head, I'm thinking that. Oh. It's like, oh, only one meal. All right. Well, now you've you know? said it, Mike. Yeah. But you liked it, huh, when she cooked for you? Of course, yes. It's mm-hmm. nice. To, as a male, you do like that. But it's not expected at all. Do not. I do not expect that at all. Well, this has stirred up a lot of people, and I'm not sure he's going to find it easy to find another football job now. He's a little different from old Colin Kaepernick. Well, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of... Well, he's also known for, in the past, when he was talking to a female reporter, she was asking about oh, running yeah. routes and, and, you know, being real technical. And he's like, oh, baby, it, this is this is strange hearing it from you, a female Dude. asking about running routes. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of... <laughs> Yeah. He's a little bit sexist. Yeah, a little okay. bit sexist. Yeah. So he needs to play that. for a. Who's a good team for him in the South? And he's is, Alabama has no pro teams. Um, Florida, Miami's not really. Kentucky doesn't have a pro team football team. He needs to go play. Well, who for the, does he play for he, now? He needs to go play for the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, that's yeah, probably Saints about would love him. Saints <laughs> would love him. Eight hundred eight hundred seven two three four. So, Gigi, you think a woman's place is in the home cooking? One hundred percent. You know quiet. what I mean? We were not created. We were not born to do the same things as men, and vice versa. We can do them all equally, but you know, women should nurture and 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 turn the house into a home. And men are supposed to protect and provide. <laughs> Huh? Hello. No, I'm, I mean, you go, yeah. you go, girl. That's fine. Yeah, men are supposed to protect and provide. But, I don't want to be in competition with a man. But, but open if, my door for me. If you're a woman that is a real career-minded woman and wants to make it to the top of the income ladder and do that, then you, the then what? Well, I mean, that's fine, but you have priorities. I see people who want to have kids, but they don't want to stay home and raise their kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like a, a check mark off the box. In order to have, I think, a strong, stable family, somebody needs to be home with your kids. And more than likely, it's going to be the woman, even though people don't like it when I say that. Old man told me a long time ago, you can pick the shiny one as far as a wife. He mm-hmm. said, but you need to pick your spouse to be the person you want to raise your kids. Exactly. And, and that's exactly. way more important than the looks. So. Well... Anyway, 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. name's John Clay Wolf. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. you got Gigi Drummond right there, J.D. Ryan. Happy Saturday. Bobo. Hi. And myself. We'll be right back. Will you let me come On the radio, all I hear is sell us your house, sell us your car, sell us your dog, sell us your wife, and sell us your children. My name's John Clay Wolf, and I created GiveMeTheVin.com. First guy to ever advertise, sell us your car on the radio. Been doing it 30 years. Everybody copied me, man. I got to come up with a new deal. No, I don't, because we're the best car buyer in the United States of America. GiveMeTheVin.com. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it in your underwear. 
John Clay Wolf Show. Every Saturday morning. We're very, very sorry. Not sorry. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Hit him up. 800-800-RADIO. Is the John Clay Wolf Show. Gigi, we've got some point counterpoints on your uh, supporting Cam Newton on his oh cooking and cleaning stuff. I'll hit him real quick. So we were talking about Cam Newton. He got, um, he was on a podcast saying. In trouble. The, the old adage, women deserve to be pregnant in the kitchen. That's not what he said, but that's. Close. That's. You want to hear the cut real quick? Yeah. Just 20 seconds. A woman for me is handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of like i'm a boss like i'm a this i'm a dad no baby like but you can't cook you don't know when to be quiet you Mm -hmm. don't know how to allow a man to lead real quick monica (laughs) good morning good morning what's your point on that one so i think that there's room for both sides I think it's like a it's like a football team, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be an effective team if you don't have well-defined roles for each position. So I think people get in trouble when they don't define their roles ahead of time, and then you go in and your expectations get all messed up. So if everybody knows in advance that she's all, hey, I want to stay home and cook and cater to my guy and be a housewife and take care of kids and inside's my domain and he's all great because i want to be the breadwinner and the king of my castle and they're both okay with that then great and if she wants to be you know i am woman hearing me roar and he's okay with that and like you go baby then either way is okay it's just people get messed up when they don't go in having the same expectation of what both of them are going to be doing that's a very well (laughs) said comment you don't know when to be quiet the other side ashley good morning you're on the air Hi. Hey. So our opinion, because I've got my mom in the car too, is that, you know, if you want a woman to hold her own then and still cook and clean, it's not that we can't. We just don't want to. If we're out there right. being a breadwinner. Working as much. Yeah. 50-50, the guy should also be, you know, not expecting us to bow down and help. Right. It should be equal partnership at that point. If we're making equal the same money to have all the great things, then chores are equally split as well. However, what Monica was saying a moment ago, do you think that these are conversations that should be had before people get married? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. This should definitely be a dating conversation ahead of time, like absolutely, way before marriage. Do you think you should have that before uh, you have romantic relations? That conversation? That's kind of pour water on the thing, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how far you're wanting to take it. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's such a hard conversation to have in the strip bar, though. <laughs> <laughs> so loud in there. Can you cook? 800-800-7234-800-800 radio. God, listen to that. The mother-daughter tag team. Oh, yeah. I've got that at the house right now. My, my mother-in-law's in, in town. Mother-in-law's oh. in town. Denmark? Yeah. But they speak in Danish to each other, so when they're doing that to me, I don't know what they're saying, so it's all cool. 
And that, that's a decision that you make on the front side of the relationship also. <laughs> did they ever just talk in Danish and yeah, I mean, they they point be, at you? They, they could be wearing me out. And I'm like, this is great. I love, I mean, I just love their accents. I love the language. I know nothing about what they're saying. And it, it's wonderful. You don't care? I wish my wife would talk to me in Danish all the time. Yeah. <laughs> this is what he loves the most oh, about me. Oh, no. Here's your wife. <laughs> John. Yes, 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 honey. Do you know what I love? What? I love that you love the way that I talk at times. <laughs> it makes me want to walk on the sand walk and the show sand. you the promenade. Then don't have we yeah. on Eiffel Tower. It's French. Oh, oh, oh. That's all French. I like her accent, too. <laughs> the, truth is, the truth is my that wife is has zero accent. Zero. Zero. You talk to her, she's like... You know, like, you're, you're from where? Mm-hmm. How did you lose the accent? No, she really does. She's got kind of a Sacramento-sounding voice. That's very <laughs> She really does. She really... Northern really, California. Really does. There's a crazy video of a Karen. Y'all know what a Karen is. Mm-hmm. Trying to steal two expensive water bottles from a restaurant in Santa Monica. She's in her car while this happens. She's driving a Porsche too, and she's wow. stealing a bottle of water. So she just makes she just makes a big Cut deal out of sixteen. Sixteen. Ma'am, please give me back our property. Oh my God! You guys charge seventy dollars for these bottles. What are, are you, you about? crazy? Ma'am, <laughs> what are you talking about? We do not sell those. And you're worried about something that I paid seventy dollars for? Uh, you did not pay seventy dollars for that. Yeah, I we did. don't even. Ha- there's no possible way. It, it doesn't exist. Hey, give yeah. me the other bottle. Bye. Give me the Bye. other bottle. Hey. <laughs> Wow. Remember, too, they're rolling a camera on this, so she kind of, I want to say, is a little tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, well, she's in her car at the time, and you can barely see in the video from the steering wheel emblem, she's driving a Porsche. <laughs> Stealing water. Yeah, she sounds kind of like a pillhead type to me. Yeah. In other couples news, the for, the deposition of the former marriage counselor of Johnny Depp. Oh. Our own Pirates of the Caribbean and George Young. He played in the movie Blow, my favorite movie. So Johnny Depp and Amber Heard had a marriage counselor that was shared on Court TV this week. The marriage counselor said she witnessed mental abuse between them, but that Amber would initiate fights with Johnny and even hit him Mm. when he tried to leave. Cut 18. He had been well controlled, I think, for almost, I don't know, 20, 30 years, both were victims of abuse in their homes, but I thought he had been well-controlled for decades. And then with Ms. Hurd, he was triggered and they engaged in what I saw as mutual abuse. Triggered? What the hell does she mean by that? Oh, yeah, oh we, we have, uh, what, what's his name? That's John, crazy. Johnny Depp in Leaving Las Vegas. Ooh, what an exciting woman. <laughs> was she? used to take her to the mountains all the time she had a good time well, she, she could take the whiskey right up there with me Gigi why was this lady's testimony allowed I thought it was like um, counselor was confidential outside court well they most they, they both must have signed releases to let her testify and I mean from what I can see or I've kind of followed that loosely mm-hmm. um, that this woman is manipulative and she lied and she repeatedly lies. She said she had a like a a broken nose or two black eyes, and her makeup artist said, "No, she, no, you didn't." You know what I mean? It's it's funny on the surface, but not really because the courts are slanted against men. Period. They are. So, and she trolled him for a year, and you got to mm-hmm. remember Johnny Depp is not a large person. Okay, you know he's little. He's little frail shaped, right? right? 
So, I mean, he said, yeah, she got on him sometimes when he tried to leave. That's when she'd attack him physically. Mm-hmm. But yeah. back to the, so if you have a marriage counselor, mm-hmm. is everything that is said to them, what are the laws about those conversations being public they're domain? They're priv- they, they are privileged. So you, you can't just, I as a marriage counselor can't just go and, and testify. You know what I mean? I can be subpoenaed, but. Uh, in that case, I'm assuming that both of them gave her permission to speak because they both thought it would be in their favor. Two-step process, subpoena and deposition. That okay. was from a deposition. Okay, but, so you're the marriage counselor, G. You mm-hmm. get subpoenaed into this divorce. Can you, are you supposed to plead the fifth since to uphold your stature in this deal? Uh, well, the times that I've been into court, I've had permission. I've testified as an expert. Um but I've had permission, so I never had to worry about that. But I would assume so. I can't, I can't talk about things that I don't have permission to talk about. So when you get asked a question in a deposition and it's something that is sensitive, that was in confidence, what's your answer? I would imagine it would be that I can't answer that. Okay. Well, I mean, you said you were an expert. I figured you already, had, you already knew. <laughs> well, no, I mean, when I had testified, right. the times I have testified, it's based on that, based on my experience. I got gotcha. you. And just mm-hmm. in time for these summer reruns, Ben Affleck, haven't we seen this show before? Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are going to be married again. Really? Were they married before? Were they just hanging out? Yeah. Basically, he said uh, he, uh, he, she says he proposed to her while she was taking a hot bubble bath. So, while she, while she was, yeah, <laughs> she was nagging. Saturday night, while in one of my favorite places on earth in the bubble bath, my beautiful love got on one knee and proposed. I was taking, t- taken totally off guard and just looked into his eyes and said, yes. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck again. Aren't we tired? <laughs> tired of that? And along those lines, Gilbert Godfrey died this week after a battle of muscular dystrophy. He was 67. We have some fun audio. He is such a classic. Uh, this is how he described his career on The View. A. My career is somewhere between early morning programming and hardcore porn. It's a, I'm somehow walking the tightrope there. It's, it's a very scary thing that way. He was on a ton of uh, celebrity roasts. This is when he was on the roast with Joan Rivers, about Joan Rivers, cut number B. You know, there's been a lot of speculation tonight about Joan Rivers' vagina. How old is it? How many men died during its construction? Well, good people, I have had sex with Joan Rivers. It was early in my career. I walked into the green room at Catch a Rising Star. Who do I see the great Joan Rivers? She spread her legs and I was immediately blinded by a flurry of bats. And we'll be back in just a minute. When the bats had cleared, I saw it. The fabled Joan Rivers vagina. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're, we're, going to lose a couple of uh, cities. So jump on jcwshow.com. John Clay Wolf, and you can stream it live there the next hour. Or just grab the podcast that goes up at that same jcwshow.com about later this afternoon. And we'll come back with a couple of car calls. So call in now, 800-800-RADIO, if you'd like us to make an offer on your car in this next segment. to the John Clay Wolf Show. The guy's a blackout drunk. 800-800-RADIO. Yo, give me the VIN. 
This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Heard every Saturday morning across America. Dallas, Fort Worth, Washington, D.C., Houston, Los Angeles, Austin, Las Vegas, Sacramento, San Diego, Salt Lake City, and like a hundred other cities I don't want to mention right now. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. And this is the this is our car segment, right? Nope. Top of the show. Top of the show. Oh man, I'm getting confused. <laughs> That's all right. I forget. <laughs> Hell, I'm lost. It is Easter weekend. I'll be damned. I think people like us a little lost. Yeah. That, that's fine. <laughs> it's charming. Pennsylvania, <laughs> Pennsylvania family who lost their pet cockatiel three years ago. We've got some great news this week. When a rare looking bird arrived recently at their front porch of a church, the pastor caught it Ooh. and had pictures posted on Facebook to find the owner. So this cockatiel was gone for three years. Family was very excited. Sure, it was their bird lucky but told them to test it with the Andy Griffith Show theme song. Oh. Because that used to make Lucky dance. Sure enough, they play the Lucky whistling. They play the Andy Griffith whistle to Lucky. So Lucky uh, started dancing, and he was returned home. Oh. All thanks to the work of Sonny Boy Stein. Oh, oh, oh yeah. that's, that's our old bit. Yeah, so this is a true story, and then we go into this bit. Yeah, Sonny Boy Stein, who did the whistling for the preacher... To mirror the <laughs> play this deal, it'll make sense. Cut 22. So you want to set it up, though, with who Pokey Stein is? Yeah, well, yeah. Pokey Stein was, was later a, a somewhat celebrity. He only really played on one record as a, as a union musician. But his father, Sonny Boy Stein, was a true original in the form. In the annals of music history, there's no story more hopefully joyous or heart-wrenchingly redemptive than that of the short-lived career of Pokey Stein. His story began with the discovery of his father, the great Rolo Sonny Boy Stein in the early 1960s, a whistling African macaw and contemporary of no less than jazz legend Miles Davis. I worked with a lot of birds, Charlie Parker, Coltrane, Big Bird, but that Sonny Boy Stein was like nobody done heard before. He was a drunk, always owed you money, but he could whistle like a mother But by 1968, <laughs> Rollo's most noted work would be Fishing Hole, best known as the theme song to television's The Andy Griffith Show. But his gambling addiction, growing poor health due to alcoholism, and highly publicized divorce from advertising executive Peggy Olson would bring the end of Rollo Stein's musical career, only to have his legacy realized in the work of his youngest son, Pokey Stein, who also had problems with gambling and substance abuse. Pokey also possessed a deeply refined and haunting whistle, much like his father's from decades ago. Pokey Stein's only entry into professional music would be his appearance on a breakaway hit by the Los Angeles group Guns N' Roses, an uncredited, impromptu performance that paid a sum of $17 and four grams of pure cocaine. <laughs> Pokey Stein now cleans cages and provides substance counseling to inmates in the Dallas Zoo. Before Behind the Music, I'm Tim Lords. <laughs> oh, wow. There's so much truth to that story right. now. Great memories. But they did get their cocktail back. They get their bird theirs. back. That's yeah. such a coincidence. We've got a we had another Tim Lords cut. I think that uh, we got put together this week. You guys want to hear it? It's pretty, yeah, I'd love pretty to hear quick. It. Love to hear it. Uh, trending. Which one is this? It's a Britney Spears thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, you know he's sending a bunch of stuff now. And now here's what's trending. Britney Spears has announced that she's pregnant. 
When Ms. Spears mentioned she's experiencing morning sickness, a fan sent this message to her fetus. Leave Benny alone! That's what's trending. I'm Tim Lord. Leave, leave who alone? Brittany. Yeah. That's a girl that was screaming and crying. Leave Brittany alone. Actually, it's a guy. A guy. Wasn't yeah. It? yeah, it's a guy. Elon Musk now wants to buy Twitter. He um, bought 10% of the company. They offered him a board seat if he'll cap his purchasing at 15%. He said, no, I'll buy the whole damn thing. Cut one. <laughs> This is not a uh, way to sort of make money. My strong intuitive sense is that having a public platform that is maximally trusted and broadly inclusive is extremely important to the future of civilization. So I don't care about the economics at all. MSNBC's Mika Scarborough had a uh, comment about it's freaking, mind control. It's freaking some left liberals <laughs> out there trying to come up with a reason why he shouldn't do this, and here's why. And this is from the Morning Joe program. He could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think, and that if, is the that is our you, job. <laughs> Isn't that what is happening? Oh, uh, she just misappropriated the entire occupation. That's right. exactly what's happening, Gigi, and she doesn't like it. <laughs> She doesn't want any com- competition in mind control. One more time with her comments from MSNBC. He could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that is the that is if our you- job. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. I know. That mm-hmm. that Freudian slip came out like that. That is our job. That's our job. To, to control mm-hmm. what people think. What you think. But, I'll be damned. And I, I think he's willing to spend all that money to stop it. To have freedom, freedom. I hope he stuff. does. I do, too. I mm-hmm. do, too. I hope he does. You know, I was thinking about Howard Hughes. How, how I said our, um, Elon Musk is current day Howard Hughes in my mind. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of correlations there. And if you think about the movie The Aviator with Howard Hughes, how sure. he had the Senate hearing committee and how they're always hammering on him. Always. Elon's next. You think you're going to bring him up? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You watch. Oh, you I watch. hope not. He's getting too much. He's got too much damn money, and it's scaring him. It scares him to death. And I just love, I love him because he, he's always so calm. He never gets upset. He never screams. He just talks very calm. You know what I like about this kid? Uh-huh. Kid, he's a hell. He's a year younger than I am, uh-huh. or a year older than I am. Uh-huh. He's got Asperger's. Oh, I didn't, straight up. Didn't even know that. Diagnosed. That, that makes sense. Why he's so just even keel, very just monotone. Yeah. Huh. My son has that. And this is making Asperger's okay. Sure. Absolutely. When the superhero has it. That's what I, I meant. That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. It's very cool. But my son acts a lot like that, too. Very monotone. Very. Um, and your son is brilliant. Matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Him on very the show. smart, then. Extremely, as a matter of fact. Very, just like, has has trouble taking context. Because they're, they're, they're so, as a matter of fact. Right. But he has a hell of a sense of humor, my kid does. And Elon Musk has a hell of a sense of humor. He, he pops people's, he busts balls all the time. He was great on Saturday Night Live. Everybody thought yeah. it was going to be a train wreck, and it was greatness. I know that uh, I do want to take this car call because I told the fellow during the break that I was going to take it because I thought we were going into that segment. So I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to make an offer on a car on behalf of GiveMeTheVin.com. To Greg, good morning, Greg. You there? Hey, bud, I'm here. Uh, I got a uh, I got a question first before we start, and a statement. Is that cool? Sure, sure, sure. Okay, what's the male version of a Karen? I, I feel it's Brandon. It's Brandon, right? I believe so. I thought it was Ken. 
Was it Ken? Yeah. I, I forgot. Is there a punchline uh, that goes with it? No, there's a debate that continues. I just want answers. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But you've got to... And then the other statement. Go ahead. Yeah, John, every time I'm talking to my car friends about you, I I can't seem to get the JCW. I always say JWC. Can you just change it? It just rolls off my well, That's tongue. called dyslexia, and it's not. It's different from Asperger's. But you can get treated <laughs> for it. Not much. <laughs> and there's a difference between Asperger's and burger ass, too. <laughs> All right, I'm buying. All right. Well, well, you talked to your friends about me. Are they are they uh, in the business? Yeah, Chris Stone is. He's usually the one that we have a conversation or laugh about you. And what what's what jokes do you want to make about me? What's so funny about me? Uh, just the way you. Get, so I'm here to make you, you get laugh. This stuff on the television. <laughs> yeah, you make us laugh in the television shows that were on in the '70s and '80s. You get away with it today, and we love it. 2012 Benz CL550 AMG. No, it's not a turbocharged, so it's not a 63, right? No, it's a twin turbocharged V8, but I kind of said that backwards to him. What it is... You are dyslexic. Dyslexia. Straight. <laughs> I do have it. Uh, it's It has the sport package and the AMG Plus One. All that means is you get 20-inch wheels instead of 19s. So they're in... in 2012, this coupe was made by Benz in two forms, a CL63 AMG and a CL65 AMG. What is yours? CL550 twin turbo. Then it's not a 2012? The, yeah, yeah, brother. All the, all the uh, V8 compressor motors that were 550 were twin okay, turbo. I, I, so, that, so it's not the big... I'm thinking it's the big hot rod. You're just saying it's a... Okay, so it is a 550. And um, I, I yeah. think I'm, I'm a 25 grand buyer. With sixty thousand well, miles, we're close. yeah, we're. I, I, I see you wanted twenty-seven for it. I can't make it work at twenty-seven, but I can make it work at twenty-five. All right, I'm gonna have a, a cigar and a scotch and uh, think about it. Think and about I'll it. Let you know, and um, go to have two so you loosen up because you, you sound <laughs> tight. And, um, go to gimmethevin.com, load it up. <laughs> say, say Wolf gave me twenty-five. Whatever the automated bid is, um, it's probably right about there on the website at gimmethevin.com. But if it's below 25, tell them I said I'd give 25. If it has a clean Carfax. If it's got a muddy Carfax, an accident yeah. history, i got to back it up 10%. My name's John Clay Wolf. I buy cars no. on the radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com on this happy holiday Easter weekend. And remember, GordonBoswell.com if you need to shotgun some flowers to somebody. And you can find that, their link, and our podcast recording this afternoon at jcwshow.com. Hey there, it's Gigi Drummond from the John Clay Wolf Radio Show, brought to you by GiveMeTheVin.com. GiveMeTheVin.com will give you top dollar for your vehicle and pick it up. No hassles, no worries. Our Google reviews tell the story of happy customers coast to coast. Ready to sell your car? Go to GiveMeTheVin.com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it. The John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com, coming up. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show.
You know, I was thinking about Twitter and Elon Musk. They blocked President Trump back when he was president. So you think they'd block Elon? I don't know, off. man. If they did, all hell's going to break Oh, my place. God, yeah. Okay, car segment. Instead of taking car calls, I was going to explain a situation. People like to me to share some knowledge about details of cars. So let's go into 2006. The Ford Motor Company made the GT, which Ford versus Ferrari was Carroll Shelby's answer. That movie, Ford, Carroll Shelby made a car to fight off Ferrari in the Le Mans in 66. Um, and they won. The I, think they got, I think they got first and second place that year. It's a wonderful movie, Ford versus Ferrari. If you hadn't seen it, give it a shot. So, in 06, Ford reintroduces this car. looks a lot like the 66 model. Just a modern-day version of it. Extremely limited production. Each dealer was allegedly going to get one. We did not get one. I had Wolf Ford at the time. Mm-hmm. I did not get one. So, I don't know how many were made. Say, say they made 1500 of them. Anyway, car is very valuable. I think it was $250,000 back in 06. We buy these expensive cars at GiveMeTheVin.com. And we speculate on the value of them, and we auction them off. We sold one, the highest priced one ever be sold at an auction, for $580,000. Wow. It had 50 miles on it. So, this car is never going to get driven again. It's a piece of art. It'll be towed everywhere it goes. It's just, it's a museum piece at this point. And we try again. Well, we made some money on that one. Let, let's reach out there and do another one. You know, we paid more for that one than what one sold for on Bring a Trailer, which is a very popular classic car site the week before. So when we bought that, people were like, oh, you're crazy. You screwed up. I'm like, ah, it's got 50 miles on it. Right. Five zero, not 150, not 250, but 50. Sell the car for like 480. I mean, 580. 580. 580. Okay. So we try it again, and we reach out there, and we grab one from another guy's collection. I think it had 150 miles or 250 miles, but it had a Canadian stamp on it because the last 10 of them that were made were for Canadian dealers. Okay. So it is, quote, unquote, previous Canadian, but it had U.S. spec, meaning the miles and the speed was in miles per hour, not kilometers. But we had to announce it previous Canadian. Look at how much it changed the value of it. Here's us auctioning it off last oh, week. 06 model, but I give it a Ford GT, then I give it a gas. One owner. It was the personal car of a Ford dealer that, you know, each Ford dealer got one of these, and he's kept it all this time. Here we go, guys. Get ready. 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 Wow. Same buyers, same group that ran the other one to 578 or whatever it was. That's amazing. So when we're talking about these high dollar cars and we're asking these particular questions, that's why there is a difference. Little thing makes big difference. Little thing makes a big difference in the collectible art world. My name is John Clay Wolf. Buy cars on the radio for America's best highline buyer, too. Give me the VIN, V-I-N.com. 
the John Clay Wolf Show after this. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. That candy's kind of fluffy. They are Easter beets. It's sugar and corn syrup. It's jelly beans. Pastel colored marshmallow. They are Easter beets. Why do we even like them? Because they are Easter beets. Easter beets. Easter beets. They're kind of yucky. This is the John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show. 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. The John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Easter peeps. (laughs) Baba was high earlier. Easter peeps. I was not. (laughs) Yes, you were. I was being creative. Uh-huh. And he wrote that song. And Rick he said, James. we have to play it. We have to play it. Rick James sings about Easter peeps. They're super peepy. <laughs> <laughs> so what is uh, Simon Cowell doing in the news? Oh, Simon Cowell. He quit, he quit going to the face doctor yeah, and pulled on, his wrinkles out? He was on the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards this week. And everybody's saying, dude, you look strange. What happened? He says, I'm done with Botox. I'm done with it. It's making, even my kid was laughing at me. It's making his face look like, quote, something out of a horror show. Huh. So he's done pumping up his face with Botox. He says he's just going to try facials and or let nature take its course. We had him on the show before. Yeah. Hey, do you have that cut? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't know yeah. if the public yeah. really knows that as well as the way you just described it. You might. Well, no, that's why I'm, I was glad you asked the question, because there's so many shows who use this language now, million-dollar, two-million-dollar contracts. But, sure. you know, you and I, we worked in the music business. We know what they really are. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is different from, from any other show that's gone out before. And we wanted, actually, to be the biggest prize ever on one of these types of shows. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, where there's money, you normally find better talent. I mean, it's just the way the music <laughs> business works. That's the way I try to work. <laughs> where there's money, you normally find better talent. Talent. That's where we found Bobo. Yes. All yeah. the talent. All the money and all the talent. All the money and all the Man, talent. Man, that clip was right when America's Got Talent was just getting kicked off. That's yeah. how long ago yeah. it was. Was it America's Got Talent or X Factor? Or I'm sorry, X Factor. I get those. I get those confused. Same thing, basically. And he told us that day that uh, Harry Styles in One Direction is that what it was called? Yeah. That they were going to roll out as number one hit the next week. Yep. Not that the system's rigged or anything. <laughs> and then I looked at the charts the next week, and the song came out as number one. He's like, I can guarantee it. We like to call that marketing, John. <laughs> hey, I knew he had him on here, Simon Cowell. So what got Gilbert Godfrey? How did he die? Actually, it was a muscular dystrophy. A lot of people didn't even know he was sick, but he's been sick for a while. And he died at 67 this week. Uh, of course, we were talking about the celebrity roasts earlier. Comedians also say that Godfrey was the master of the dirty jokes, and he tended to mention a lot of celebrities in his stand-up. Oh, this yeah. is got number C. You know, Michael Douglas said recently that he thinks he may have gotten throat cancer from performing on his wife. I don't know. I think cancer is a small price to pay to Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. <laughs> That's great. Speaking of comedy, this week's random stand-up is Larry the Cable oh, Guy's got some oh, Easter memories. Cut six. Hey, I'm gonna tell you something. My wife, I love her today. She's my best friend in the whole world, and she, uh, well, 
Thank you, but I will say this. We've been married four years. We've only fought one time in our entire life. And that, that was at Easter last year. But that was my fault, because I hold my farts in for Lent. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Easter. Easter's not a lot of fun around our house. I'd be always... You know what kills me at Easter? Them daggum peeps. <laughs> Them marshmallow peeps. Good Lord, you ever eat a peep? Oh, you ever poop a peep? You ever do that? That's like pulling taffy. That ain't good at all, pooping a peep. Well, I wonder if the pips ever pooped a peep. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> you get the feeling I can do this show without anybody at all in here right now? What the hell's wrong with me? The Kardashians are back on Hulu. And uh, speaking of comedy. Yeah. Yeah, no Staged oh, comedy. Never watch a moment Scripted, of this. Scripted, pre-written comedy that's supposed to be dramatic. Cut seven. So how does it feel to be back? I'm excited for this new chapter. And I've been in this game long enough to know that you just have to be yourself. They're going to like you for who you are, not what you wear. I'm just kidding, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> this is a relationship that I don't think anybody saw coming. Who are you texting, Ken? Does his name rhyme with feet? <laughs> That's the trailer. So dramatic. I'm so, sure, isn't there like a, a storyline I'm sure they're going to have where the kid finds the video online or something like that? It already happened this week. Oh, well, there you go. Okay, did, I haven't even watched this show. Did you really it. not know that? No. I, cause you what? Can, yeah. Their kid so, finds the sex video? Yes. Well, you got to think about it, right? The Kanye story. calls Kim screaming, crying that one of their children has found the Ray J video See, online. John, do you watch this show? <laughs> no, but I do. Do we need <laughs> I do read the news. Oh, you read the news. All right. Yeah, I thought she for... called him. Maybe. Just so Gigi knows. Tell us, Gigi. I mean. Yeah, I thought she called him crying and upset because they're, they're I don't know how old he is. five-year-old son. Five. Yeah. Saw the video online. I guess it was playing in some video game that he was playing or something. She says he saw the, the hell ad of a video game? Yeah, no on Roblox online. And my question for any parents out there, and we watch this kind of thing with our children, have you ever seen an ad for that video anywhere, no. especially on Roblox? It took me an hour to find it. And if you did, <laughs> if you did, would you use it as a subject for your documentary television show, knowing you're talking about your five-year-old child? That is selling out to Kardashians the would. Mm -hmm. That's pretty sorry. Who watches yeah. this show? A girl that wasn't willing to sell out on American Idol drops out suddenly this week. Not that American Idol has any. Do they even have viewers still? I don't know. I'm Just the funny parts, that's all. What's 15? Let's see. Just a little well, you might have noticed that there was no voting information during Kennedy's performance just now. Since we taped these shows in Hawaii earlier, Kennedy has decided to withdraw from our show for personal reasons. We send her well wishes, and needless to say, we have incredible talent on this historic season with more iconic idol performances coming up for you right now. Who's the spokesman? That's not Ryan Seacrest. That was Ryan yeah. Seacrest. He's yep. still Sounds doing like it. it. Mm -hmm. And what happened is they taped these shows in Hawaii, okay. and she had done that performance for the show mm -hmm. and dropped out last minute. And she was one of their rising stars on this season's show, I understand. So Ryan Seacrest, from his home studio oh. in L.A., cut in and said the reason there's no call-in information for this artist is that she's she's unexpectedly dropped out of the competition. So, built-in drama. Yeah. 
right? Well, like they didn't have an edit on it. But they said she did drop out. Yeah, she had a contract dispute, I bet. Oh, I'll bet mm-hmm. she did too. Speaking of Easter, um, Jimmy Kimmel put his man on the street this week talking kids in Easter cut 20. How does the Easter Bunny get to your house? He used a GPS. How does the Easter Bunny get around the entire planet in one day? He drives kids the Tooth Fairy. He catches a ride with the Tooth Fairy? Yeah. Do we know where the Easter Bunny lives? Um, from Easter Island. <laughs> in Mexico? Florida. Do you want to say something to the Easter Bunny? I want some chat. Damn right. Damn want some chocolate. My name's John Clay Wolf. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Gigi Drummond. Hello. J.D. Ryan. Happy Easter. Bobby Brown. Hi, y'all. And me, your host. Be back. Uno pimento, por favor. Remember, this show is brought to you by America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the V-I-N. Give me the VIN.com. Go to give me the VIN.com. Put in your license plate. You can immediately... Um, get an offer on your car in 45 seconds electronically, not have to talk to anybody. It's a hell of a service. If you don't believe it, look it up online. The reviews are 4.9 stars. Mm-hmm. Everybody else in the space is two. We're doing a good job. Give me the VIN.com. Be right back. Give me the VIN.com presents the John Clay Wolf Show. We'll be right back after this. Hey, the John Clay Wolf Show has what you need. Hit him up, 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. So Ukraine sank a Russian warship yesterday. Wow. That's huge. It's huge. <laughs> it's huge. Good for them. Zelensky is warning the world... Nukes are coming from Russia. Oh, don't say that. He just can't stop it. But maybe he's right. He said they're going to embarrass Putin to the point that he pops the cap on a Jesus. on a nuke. And here comes one of the state TVs declared over there that World War Three has already begun. Ah, Moscow sends Washington a formal diplomatic note, warning of intervention. It's just war far from over as Kiv's. Uh, Kiviv, Kiviv, how do you pronounce it? Kiv. Kiv gets struck again. 900 civilians found dead. Oh, my God. Do you think he'll do it, Jay? You know. He do it, meaning. Yeah, I know. What's his name? Putin. Putin. Putin popping a. Putin uh, gotten Putin gleeping. There's a movie called Clear and Present Danger. If you don't ever believe that nuclear war is possible, watch this movie. It is. Uh, it, it walks you down the road of oh that could never happen. Uh, wait a minute, maybe it could, oh my god, it's happening. And uh, so okay, so I got a question. Yeah, if he pops one off at Ukraine, uh, obviously it'll cause atmospheric problems in yeah. Ukraine. They'll bleed over into Europe. What do you do? Because you're not a conspiracy theorist. You're not a tinfoil hat wearer, but mm-hmm. you're you're pretty serious about this stuff. So what would you, what are you going to do when that happens? Are you going to run to Wyoming in the middle of the desert and find a shack? No. Stay right here and watch it happen. I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, all the news, answer is nothing. Well, the metro areas are the ones that will get hit if we really went to nuclear war. All nukes are not the same. I mean, he, he, they're tactical nukes and they're, they're warfield nukes and then they're intercontinental ballistic nuclear missiles. He's not going to hit 
Ukraine with one of those. You'll hit them with one of the small ones. Mm-hmm. It'll be a Chernobyl style event that lasts like 25 years. That's all? Yeah. That's all. He's not going to use the big of one. a long time. He's not going to use a big one. And if he uses any one at all, somebody's going to go in and take him out. We all remember Kuwait. I'm talking about Desert Storm 1 mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. Every country in the world went down there and put a stop to that BS. I had a friend explaining to me that's in the in the service pretty deep how we are how the UN is sharing their information. Yeah. That's how they keep picking off these planes and ships and everything. Huh. Do you follow what I'm saying? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring it out a little more. Um, flesh that you, out you, a bit. Ukraine doesn't have the intelligence that the other larger countries have. Makes sense. But they're getting fed intelligence. From the larger countries, the big guys. Here comes this one. He's around the corner. Take go go three miles down. Take a right, and here they come. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I didn't tell you this, but but you never heard this from me. Uh-huh. Here's yeah. kind of what I think might happen. Right. Yeah. So that's that's why they're that it's really helping them quite a bit. And then these economic sanctions are starting to flare up and show their ugly head. Mm. And yeah, did you I, see the yacht that they they took? Which one? It was like a $600 million yacht from one of they're his re- oligarchs. They're repairing those. They're repairing airplanes. They're doing, yeah, they're just, yeah. They're doing everything well, they can do to make it Well, the airplanes around the country were basically grounded. And the leaseholders of these airplanes want their assets back. Sure. And now that they haven't been maintained for however long, they're out of service. So these banks are like, I mean, it, it's real. It's it, it, real. The, the economic whiplash of this, we're talking billions of dollars of aircraft, Just of Russian aircraft. In fact, we're even talking nuclear possibilities. It's frightening. It's unbelievable. Oh, God. It scares the hell out yeah. of me. People, people my age, listen, we're... we're just old enough to remember doing duck and cover duck drills and cover, yeah, in like our classroom. Like that was never going to do anything. Third yeah. grade, fourth. Yeah, hide under a wooden duck desk. and cover. <laughs> remember the song? Duck and cover. In yeah. other news, porn star and Iraq war vet Sergeant Miles claims his Capitol riot arrest for shoving cops is a political witch hunt. The government was quoted saying he could have put an eye out with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. And John will Very be at the Yuck Hut tonight. <laughs> if you have any pictures, send them to John Sullins. <laughs> Inside joke. Uh, Kelly Musgraves this week. This is kind of fun. She was on the Architectural Digest talking about her beautiful Nashville home. And she has kind of a very special thing that she has in her Nashville home that's actually a collectible. This will be cut number 13, Mike. From another famous Texan. This is the first house I've ever put my creative kind of mind into. And it's the first time I've ever been able to like express myself like in a home sense. So it was really fun for me. I've got a framed joint from Willie Nelson. That's going to stay there unless I need to break it in case of emergency. <laughs> what would you do with the, with the joint you got from Willie? I think I'd do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, me too. I'd frame it and put it up on the wall. I never did understand why. The, it's clear. If Willie's bus is coming to your town, you can have a drug bust if you wanted. You know what? Willie got busted one time somewhere close to Houston, well, in I think. Texas, yeah. 1995, they, they found him asleep, like in the back of a BMW, just, just resting with a roach in the ashtray. And they woke him up and took him in. You know, when I worked, oh. I was friends with a member of the sheriff's department where I used to live. And they had shows. And they he told me, listen, anytime the PD, city PD is in on this, the entire sheriff's department, Willie's group calls us two weeks before they're coming in. They say, we're coming this night. We're not staying. 
Willie sleeps on the bus. We're going to do the show and get out of town. And we have large quantities of marijuana on the bus <laughs> where Willie sleeps. Leave us alone. And if, if you plan to give us any trouble, we'll just cancel the show. And he said, here, in this county, <laughs> we don't bust Willie Nelson. We don't mess with Willie yeah, Nelson. We don't mess with Willie here. Yeah, I'm sure the cop that arrested him in, down near Houston got all kinds of grief. No doubt. What are you doing, dude? Hey, I've got a question for you. Mm. You're a music head, Bob. Yeah. Who has band or individual has the most number one hits? The most number one hits? Mm-hmm. I would think the Beatles are pretty close to that, but... But, J.D.? Um, Elvis? Turley? Whitney Houston? George Strait? George oh, Strait? George, okay. 60. Damn. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty damn impressive. Where's That's a lot. I mean... <laughs> George Strait, yeah. And if you think about it, what year was that that he came out with the 50 number one album? We should know that. It's been 10 or 12 years ago. And he's had a couple since then. Yeah. Where's his joint? Since my woman left, I'm down and out. I could listen to George Strait all day and all night. I had lunch in Marina Del Rey yesterday at Killer Shrimp. Oh, did you you really? I've never been to Marina Del Rey, except I heard about it when I was a kid when he was singing about it. Yeah. Pretty place. Pretty place. Was said a good time the last thing you heard her say? Which said goodbye in Marina Del Rey. Aww. Had a good time's the last thing I heard her say. Something else for you golfers out there. I, I was in L.A. this week, and my friend is, how do I say this? Mm. He's a member of a club and, uh, that reciprocates with a club in California. And he was like, do, y'all, do you want to stay at the Riviera? And I was like, sure. I don't even know what that is. Turley, are you a golfer? Uh, Riviera. I mean, it's like the deal. And I've heard of it, but I, I'm not. Where does it go? It, it, like it, as far it, as it, the it's course, the, it's the Masters of the West Coast. Okay, okay. It's where Tiger was when he had that Genesis Open. He had the wreck, Hogan's Alley. It's the it's famous, famous, famous. They have two monster um, deals there a year. But it was it was it was built in 1929. And dude, this building, it was like. A beautiful old wooden ship, and it was perfectly maintained. Wow, it wasn't that expensive to sit, but it, it, you had to be a member, a friend member. with the members. Oh yeah, but I mean, they were so stiff. And you stayed there? You think yeah. so stiff, Mike? <laughs> Hello, Mr. John Claywell. So, so that's not from a movie. They, they really act that way. Oh, it was so no denim. I mean, like it would no be like denim? it would be like the soup Nazi. <laughs> If you got caught in denim, it's like, you're out of here. Are those sneakers on? Are they really uh, acting like that? Oh, yeah. Buy some real pants, John. <laughs> <laughs> no demo. Like, if you walk in with jeans, you better be going from the front door to the elevator to your room. Wow. Oh, my God. I couldn't do it. And what's the point of that? That's not uh, real it's, people. It's just tradition. It's just, it's, it's a high-level golf upper I mean, it's fine. Everybody's got their different things. Yeah. White glove service? No, it wasn't that. It, okay. It's just, it was, there was very, there, there weren't many people there. It, it was like being in The Shining. <laughs> there you go. I'm oh. serious. Yeah, I believe I'm serious. It was like being in The Shining. It sounds creepy, too, it, just it, like The Shining. It, it, it does. <laughs> it was interesting. It doesn't sound like fun to me. But I've never seen anything prettier. Is in Palisades. It is the prettiest damn thing you've ever seen in life. There's some. Unbelievable. I just I, I saw a lot of new California stuff on this trip. I go every other week, but I went with someone that has a different view on it tonight. He was showing me all this different stuff, and I was like, 
It's amazing. It's a beautiful, beautiful state. It's sad to see what's happening to it. I mean, what's happening Gigi would know. Gigi? I'm trying, what's happening to it? I'm trying to get to the Riviera, too. <laughs> I, I didn't even know I was going. I mean, I mean, it was just lucky. Uh, it was just lucky that I was with the right guy. It's the right guy, right time, yeah, right place. It was, it was, OJ was not there, but that's where he's playing that's golf. That's okay. Oh, oh really? Mm-hmm. Wow. You're with us now. Rick in Tucson. Yes, I was just going to tell you, OJ used to be a member at Riviera, yeah. Have you ever been there for a, um event? No, they wouldn't let my kind on that course. Well, I didn't know when they have the, the actual uh, PGA events if they sold tickets to it. I figured they would. Well, yeah, you can. I was being facetious. All right. <clears throat> pretty cool place, pretty cool place. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. Ah, oh, you know, we gotta go to break again. We gotta play a song. It's time for one more done. quick story. There's no good deed goes unpunished in Kentucky. A man took his employer to court after they threw him a birthday party that he didn't want. He, now the employer owes him, are you ready? $450,000 wow. because it triggered his anxiety disorder. He told his boss, don't throw me a birthday party. It makes me crazy. They threw him a birthday party. They're going to pay him half a million dollars. He sued him. Yeah. He sued him. For a birthday party. Again, no good deed going What state time. was this in? Kentucky. Ah, so they're crazy, too. <laughs> Not just California. Right. 800-800-7234-800-800-RADIO. Remember, this show is brought to you proudly by our sponsor, Give Me the VIN, V-I-N, like VIN number, dot com. You can go to GiveMeTheVIN.com. You don't have to have your VIN number anymore. We've upgraded our computer system. You just put in your license plate number, and it'll decode it. And then it will put in the miles. And a couple of options that, like, it'll ask you sunroof or sit five-speed, things that the VIN won't decode. Push the button, and it'll spit out an offer right there. 45 seconds, all it takes. And you can have an electronic offer at GiveMeTheVIN.com. Uh, it's ask you accept, decline, or considering. If you hit considering, then it, you talk to one of our agents via text and make a deal. Get a cut, check cut. We'll come pick it up. GiveMeTheVIN.com, or you can drop it off at one of our 25 locations. My name's John Clay Wolf. Come to you every Saturday morning. Same time, same place, same bat time, same bat channel right here. Happy Easter, everybody. The John Clay Wolf Show has been a presentation of GiveMeTheVin.com from the Westwood One Radio Network. Join us again each and every Saturday right here for the John Clay Wolf Show. Fucker out.